Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. What's up, everybody? Are we live? We are live. I pressed all the buttons, lads. And we're live. I'm trying to do it all professional and shit, but I don't think I have it in me. I'm too stoned. (laughs) Quite possible. Quite possible. How is everybody? So I am Mackie from the UK. Uh, I'm a cocoa grower. That's about it, really. Monkey, you want to say hi? He's doing it again. Monkey, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was kind of pushing him again, whatever. Monkey down here in the Southeast US. Cocoa grower. I own homegrown Instagram. Percy's. I'm always around. So anyway, that's pretty much me. You see he's got this new Zoom screen up and running as well. I'm nice. just looking at that. I like it very much. Flash bastard. Very cool. <laughs> uh, Temple grower, sir. I'm Temple grower. I am Canadian. I am from Canada, Saskatchewan. I am a soil grower. You can find me on Instagram, YouTube, Percy's Grow Room, my website, templegrowing.com, as well as Twitter. I love soil, and it's way better than cocoa. Yes. Fuck it out, mate. You should do the intro for the show. What the fuck? <laughs> no, it would be, it would be the very official Temple Grow Show intro. You know what I mean? That was yeah, very nice, nice, TG. That was very nice. You've worked on that. You've been in the mirror practicing that and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, down. <laughs> do you think I do all week, man? Like, well, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm coming to you live from fucking Canadian Trim Jail again, as per you again, bro. Oh, yeah, what's well, that? All nice and cool in front of the tent with the book and the mug <laughs> and the lights, giving oh, it yeah. large all over the internet. Wicked, man. Yeah. Awesome video. <laughs> yes, yeah, so and Zombie Nation, you want to say hello, are you there? Hello, everybody. I'm Zombie Nation here from the middle of the UK. Um, soil grower for the win. Ha ha ha. Fuck <laughs> all this cocoa crap. Yeah. What are you going to um, hate for, man? What are you going to hate on other mediums? We for, no hate at all. <laughs> we just know the crack. Yeah. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Sunday. Yes, welcome to Sunday. GB, what are you saying, bro? Ah, dear Gwishmakara. DG, Asanam Dom. Tommy. He's talking yeah, backwards. He's fucking at it with his fucking fellow <laughs> Irishman again, isn't he? He's not feeling the cinema conversation. Excluding us. We could hear him do the whole show like that, man. How's it going? Show. How's it going, folks? GB here from Ireland. Um, Coco Grower. And as always, you will find me, like my fellows, on Percy's Grow Room. And you will also find me on Instagram. Nice. Percy'sGrowRoom.com. So there we go. Uh, if you haven't listened to the show before, we quickly explain what we're going to be going through tonight. And as usual, we're going to have the cannabis news and events and talk about news involved with cannabis. <laughs> yeah, so that's about it for news. And then uh, Grow Diary is going to take a look at Monkey's Grow Diary for the LAP Peyote Kush Grow Off this time, which is a nice diary. So we're going to have a quick butchers at that. Butchers is like English slang for butcher's hook, rhyming with look. So it means look. Sorry for those who don't know that. But now you know. (laughs) Random fact of the episode. (laughs) Not intuitive at all, man. I've wondered what that is. I've heard you guys say that. I was like, I couldn't fucking figure it out. But yeah. Okay. Cotton We should start a thread on that as well. Yeah. And uh, the grow cards are going to be talking about hydroponics, different types of hydroponics, how it differs from soil, 
and uh, we'll touch on aeroponics as well, which is similar to hydroponics, but works slightly differently. So that's in the grow guide section. In the interview section, we're going to be talking to Gary Yeld, who we spoke to, I think it was in episode 10. And he's opening up a coffee shop in Liverpool. Obviously, there's been problems because of COVID and all that. But when the restrictions are lifted, the chilling rooms should be opening. So we, we speak to Gaz for like 25, 30 minutes, catch up with what's been going on. Nice. So that's coming later on. And then, of course, the after party where we just get super high and chat shit. Sweet. Yeah. On the session, we found out Podge got himself a new job this week. So we oh, just want to give a congratulations, yeah. congratulations on this show as well. Again. And nice. also, it's his birthday today. So everybody light up a special one. Jeez. We're all going to blaze with Podge. Good thing I brought my whole jar of weed up today. Nice. Crack open a big, fat, juicy bud. Hit that like button. Do it. Do it. Like our Facebook page, Facebook slash High and Homegrown. Or follow us on Instagram. Uh, at sign... High on homegrown <laughs> or Twitch, follow us on Twitch and support the show, but not on PayPal because they blocked our account because they're cunts. That's so, sorry about that. Sorry, I'll beep that out. Uh, yeah, but don't beep it out. The yeah, I don't like leaving naughty words in if I can help it. <laughs> you know, somebody shit. think of the children. Really? Fuck the children. This wow. is not wow, a GB. <laughs> I've definitely got to edit that out. Yeah. And it... <laughs> yeah. Andrew does. Speaking of which, I was watching a BBC documentary today. <laughs> right. Cannabis news, everybody, before we go off on a wild tangent before the party. Let's do this. We're always on a tangent. But there we go. Cannabis news. Well, not there we go. Here we go, because we've only just started it. <laughs> I'm going to grab myself uh, this cannabis cigarette right here. I'm going to pull off the end, and we're going to talk about news around the world. Let's move to that display screen. So what we're saying, man, who wants to go first this week? GB, you want to take it, man? You want to go first with your news? Everybody always jumps up so quick. So, yeah. so fast. Yeah, yeah, no. High school, man. I, I will rock on to it. It's, it's something that we kind of spoke about Um. We've spoken about it. It is about a, a driving while under the influence. Mm-hmm. Your internet's all fucked. Yeah, yeah, you're crackly there, mate. Your uh, internet's a bit dodgy. Oh, fading in and out. Oh, well, the husband was standing in the. Is it okay? No, it's still a bit crackly. Same. Okay. So I'm going to have to make tune songs. And come back to me. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll go on to another news story and then uh, we'll come back yeah, to Yeah, yeah, come back to me. I'll see. I'll fix this out. No problem. Yeah. Uh, so here's cannabis news, everybody. <laughs> so who would like to go first? <laughs> oh, Zian, you would yeah, like to go first. I'll, I'll do mine first. <laughs> cool, man. Um, this this, this uh, comes from the website that uh, the resource website for general practitioners and the general medical arena in the UK. Um, this, this is where all their publications and stuff come from. Um, this, is, this is a bit of a bad one, this is, because I'm, 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 I'm kind of like, uh, what was the point then? Um, in a recent statement, the British, the British Medical Authority and the Royal College of General Practitioners said that they support the use of cannabis-based products for medicinal use in humans 
under the supervision of specialist clinicians or prescription of MHRA authorized licensed products by doctors who have the necessary experience. Oh, wait a minute now. It seems like a trap I've heard in, in uh, the States before. You have went, <laughs> you know, doctors who have training and experience that doesn't exist. Yeah. This, mm. this, 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 is, this is a pretty, this is a pretty up there in your face one, as it goes. Right. right. It goes on to say, but they could not support the use of CanCard nor the suggestion that UK registered GPs sign a declaration confirming a diagnosis in order for the card to be issued. Hmm. Whilst we sympathise with patients who struggle to pay a private prescription charge, we do not believe that this is a justifiable reason to encourage the purchase of unregulated, unlicensed cannabis products from the unregulated or illegal dealers. Um, can't get it any other way. I mean, they got to get their medicine, right? Yeah, but I mean, this is this is going out. I mean, I'm guessing that a lot of GPs like read this website, right? Because it's been going for a long time. Mm-hmm. So Just all seems... these GPs that are like 50-50 on the the whether we should or we shouldn't, they're getting this and they're being told literally, don't do it. Yeah, it's probably like a liability thing because I mean, there is no repercussion. Always. But again, I mean, anecdotally. We know that cannabis is pretty benign, and if it was more regulated and proper, properly regulated, then yeah, we wouldn't have this problem. So, it's a it's a fucking easy way of saying, sorry, but fuck you. Not yeah. until we're ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not until we let our doctors do what they want to do. You know, I get the same attitude around here. I mean, I've talked about it before in the States. I've tried tried to find doctors who are willing to work with cannabis and everybody just always throws it right back at you. Well, we don't have any information. We don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? Yeah, because you haven't been allowed to. Yeah, it's the same here in Canada, man. Like, there's a reason that there's these fucking shady, sketchy clinics that make you pay, you know, 100 yeah. or $200 for your prescription exist because the regular GPs, like my my family doctor won't touch the shit. I, that's mm. that's why I have to use these fucking things. Because his exactly. registered body's telling him not to. Yeah, 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 exactly. Saskatchewan's especially in, like conservative in that sense. But yeah, there's a you can I think you can find the, the statement from the SH, whatever the health body here and, and it, it says something similar to that. So right. Mm. Bullshit. Bullshit, man. Yeah, man. What other news do we have? GB, you're back. Yep. No, and oh, I thought he was underwater then for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I? Not I can, I'll go actually. Yeah, sure, go for it, TJ. We all got it. Yeah. Just waiting, yeah. There's a story. This kind of, I mean, somewhat contradicts uh, in a way. I'll, I'll get to it in a minute. But the story is how has Canada's cannabis use changed since legalization and the pandemic? This is from CTV News, which is uh, one of our local, you know, news places, uh, media in, in Canada here. So the, the first paragraph is, uh, it comes out of Edmonton, which is in Alberta, the province right next to myself. The number of Canadians who consume cannabis both occasionally and regularly is on the rise. And there is some evidence to suggest that COVID-19, the pandemic, may be inspiring some to indulge more often. Sweet. So they took, they did a study, um, Statistics Canada, I guess, and they found that uh, one out of five Canadians, like 20% now, are admitting, you know, to using cannabis um, in the last, I think it's month, is what they, they looked at. 
but um i can guarantee you that it's more than that because they you know not everybody answers these surveys and they don't survey everybody either so that's that's promising i suppose that it's going up um um, and to, to Zombie's story, you know, we've seen all this increase of cannabis use here in Canada. We've, I've seen these stories, you know, year after year now. And we don't see any adverse effects like these doctors are so worried about happening. You know, statistically, you would think that if this thing is so dangerous that the more people that use it, the more we would see. It's the argument against the schizophrenia thing. We don't see an uptick in schizophrenia cases because cannabis doesn't cause schizophrenia. Right. Um, and the same thing, we don't see an uptick in all these detrimental effects that everybody's so worried about because they don't do that. It's just, they're just, they don't want to put their fucking licenses on the line. But anyway, so that's, that's a good thing to like, I guess, think about, I mean, anecdotally, I suppose, but not really because this was an actual study. They say daily use is up 3%. Most people are still smoking, but edibles um, are on the rise now, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, man. Uh, it makes sense. And the big one that I took from this story was homegrown. Homegrown is up now to 14% of people say they're using cannabis from homegrown sources yes. versus... And that's it. Do they take that into account as well? Because you're going to have more sales in the dispensaries and more medical patients, you know, prescription and things like that. But do they take into account the amount of people who are now growing their own? Mm. Yeah. yeah. They tried, I guess. And I mean, they showed an uptick and I, I probably guess it would be more than that too. If I have anything to do with it, it's going to go up the fucking crazy next year. You know, you boy up a percentage by yourself, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> and another, another really, really cool point that I, that the, the story talks about was booze consumption mm -hmm. is actually down. Alcohol um, has a, they say it's ironic, but I don't really find it that ironic. Yeah. I think no. Dr. Bonnie was saying the same thing when we talked to her, a couple other doctors have said the same thing now. Yeah. Uh, prescriptions go down, alcohol use goes down, you know, all kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool news. Uh, this is one of the reasons why it's still illegal as well, because the alcohol industries have been lobbying against it for so long because they know they'll lose sales. Damn right. Yeah. Damn right. What are you saying, Monkey? What you got for us? You got a couple of news articles, right? Uh, yeah, a couple of short ones. Um, that was a release on uh, 420. They came out of Washington, D.C., and it was done by the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. He's a Democrat, and he is pro-legalization, people, not, not decriminalization. He wants this pulled off of schedule and made completely legal again. He wants it to be like beer. So yeah, cool. he basically said that he has now called for uh, complete legalization before the next year on 420. So he's basically put down, through the gauntlet down at the Senate and the House, say, let's go ahead and do this. We're going to have it legal by 420 of next year. So I love, I love the statement. Now, I can't pop, uh, excuse me, I can't possibly tell you if it's going to happen or not. Uh, in February, Schumer uh, was dealing with uh, Senator Cory Booker uh, from New Jersey and Ron Wyden from Oregon, and they were supposed to release a restorative justice bill in the, in the marijuana collective and, and this, this joint bill that's supposed to come out, this, this you know, big document that's going to encompass all legalization, social justice, uh, reparations, the whole thing mm -hmm. uh, it was supposed to be already ready for vote. And it's not it doesn't even exist yet. So, I mean, that, so what Schumer's basically doing is saying, look, guys, we can now ha we have legal marijuana recreational in 15 states in the District of Columbia, Columbia and 36 states have a medical use program. So it's time for the country to move forward. So mm -hmm. we'll see if this happens or not. But I mean, he basically he, he didn't 
there's no strings attached. He basically just called for this to happen. So we shall see. But that's good news, though, because, you know, the thing, the way the American system works, we have a, a, an election every two years that changes seats in the House and in the, the Senate and everything like that. So right now it's set up that we could pass this bill. But in two years from now, we may not have that. So we need to move fast on this one. Yeah. And I think he sees that as well. Now, let's talk about something a little bit more fun. Uh, we, we talk a lot over at Percy's in the chat and in threads about the, uh, the vaccine. We talk about it on the session and things like that. And we have a lot of people that, that are saying, I'm not taking it. Some people are waiting to get theirs, things like that. Well, in, in uh, the States, we seem to have a saturation of a vaccine in, in several places and we're having trouble getting medicine into the arms. And so since New York decided to go ahead and legalize recently on 420. There was something called a joints for jabs program. <laughs> New Yorkers that have been vaccinated against COVID-19 and were able to prove it with, with a valid document could stand in line. And at 11 o'clock in the morning, the line started. It was one joint per person. If you got, if you could prove you were vaccinated, you walked off with a free joint. And <laughs> they, what time do you think they stopped giving them away? Of course. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, you could stand in line and they weren't even too strict about it. You know, they, they would let you, uh, if it was a phone picture of your, of your card or whatever it is like that, but they, they continued to hand out joints until they were completely gone. And they said, uh, they weren't so strict that they were even noticing if you went back in the line twice. <laughs> <laughs> now in, in uh, Washington, DC, we yeah. talked to Carly from, uh, from normal over there. And she had kind of talked to us a little bit about how the, it's a kind of a gray market over there, gray area, because DC kind of has to follow federal law, but it's independent of its own. So they really can't sell weed there, but it's legal to possess weed there and you can give it away. So on 420, they did a joints, to, a joints for jabs program, but theirs was, if you take the vaccine, you leave with a joint. Mm. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's like- bribery. It, well, kind of, but it's not really. I mean, uh, it's just kind of like free. Yeah, it's just fun in it, you know. Now, in, in D.C., they said to uh, to avoid any kind of lines or rushes or kind of crowds uh, in specific areas, they didn't even advertise where these centers were. If you just happened to walk up and see one, hey, guess what? Bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Alton says shows how desperate they are to get that poison in you. Oh, well, we got, we literally have millions of doses sitting on the shelves in the States and people just are, are being stubborn, not, not taking the stuff. So, you know, but I mean, it's their right to take it or not take it. Don't get me wrong. I made my choice. I took it, but beyond that, do what you got to do, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it for a joint. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Hey, what's in that joint? You know what I'm saying? Say, there's some good jack up in there. Is that like fucking that? bat weed, man? Exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You want it's it. coming, possibly if it's coming from the government, it could be. I'd be what are you saying, GB? You, you want to do your news, one? Yeah, I think, I think I have my um, audio and my everything sorted now. Is yeah, it working yeah. okay? Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, very good, very good. Very now, good so stuff. we... We will go back to it. So, yeah, it is um, the state of Michigan has seen a rise in crashes since recreational marijuana was introduced. And mm. um, they've looked at it in a, in a period in the same time frame of last year when um, it was just a medicinal came through and there was like a 140% increase in total because crashes. Mm. They correlated that to marijuana? They or... correlated it down pure to marijuana, where Say it was what? people that 
Yeah, where it was crippled out. Oh. Uh, um, pretty much from looking at it. Not buying it one bit, man. Yeah, I'm skeptical yeah. too. I say the same thing. Littering and littering and yeah. <laughs> we do we do say and we do say amongst ourselves all the time, there is a big difference between a medical user and a recreational user. A recreational user only smokes a couple of times, maybe in a month. You know, or maybe mm. they wouldn't well, be heavy users like ourselves that would maybe. smoke an ounce a week. A recreational user typically would be somebody who would have a couple of joints, maybe at the weekend, you know, to kind of relax, well, to have a couple kinda, of joints as opposed to a couple of drinks. I kind of think it's hard to define recreational. I mean, even if I didn't have my stomach problems, I think I would be a pretty heavy consumer. More than a yeah. couple of joints. And I mean, I do smoke quote unquote recreationally too. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a fucking weird distinction, but I do get your your point. So sorry to interrupt. I think it's what they're what they're trying to say is it's a different type of smoker, the recreational to the to the thing. And mm. they're saying and um from what I kind of got from the story was they say if you are going to recreationally smoke plan your evening better trying not to drive the likes of shit like that yeah I'm, I'm actually getting put off sorry you stoner yeah yeah uh, we, we got some forum news though which is pretty cool which we, I'll show you all this we there's some websites out there that do I don't know podcast listings and things like that I found us on this on this podcast listing site which I'll show you called feedspot blog.feedspot.com slash marijuana podcast and look we are number 62 look at that how fucking cool is that i mean yeah, I, I know we're a long way down podcasts. the list yeah there's a lot mate there's a lot a i lot. mean we're ahead of some good ones we're ahead of grow bud yourself is 64 mm-hmm. i mean uh broadcast 69 so we're ahead of some heavy fucking duty guys you know well uh, on this needed. list, I don't know how accurate this list is or what it even does. That's what I was say, you know, come these up lists with are the, very uh, fluid, things happen, but yeah. it's good to know that we're at least out there. That's People right, see us, so that's good enough, you know. So me. we're at 62 right now. Let's see how far we can push our way up this list. You know, share the podcast and tell your friends about it if you can. You know, listen to it when you go to bed. That's a good idea. <laughs> you can just listen to the podcast and help you sleep, you know. It'd be cool, man. Try it. Enjoy it. You'll be laughing as you're falling asleep sometimes, learning things, Mozart effects and all that shit. But look, some oh, good yeah. podcasts here. As inspiring as Mozart. That's look, funny. there's great moments in weed history at 37. That's a good show. Yeah. So go it check is, them out, man. Um, bro, look, you know, we want to try and get some of these guys on the show. Loads of podcasts here. Loads, man. Yes, yeah, so that's pretty Any other news? Well, yeah. see, not much uh, news got a little bit of news i mean it's it's maybe an hour early for a vote off uh but i mean i, I can pretty much give you i tell you what the result is on it um for plan of the month sweet i yeah we're it's gonna be uh, entry b let me see on that thing i think that was uh Hemicus. okay on, that the, on the double vote man i forgot to find the double vote i've been so busy double this check week. that Shit. one Let's see. No, that's the wrong one. You know, I got is it the end, sometimes is you it, end up with files and files and files of it. End of yes, voting it today, then? Uh, yeah, end of voting is today. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, so B, whoever yeah. was B. Yeah, it was uh, Amicus, E-M-K-C-U-S. Suck me backwards. Oh, yeah, suck me sideways. Right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I can't say it the way it's written, but I know what it was supposed to be. Suck me sideways, yeah. <laughs> suck me sideways. That's a good line. I'm a dumber. Congratulations, man. Yes, yes, man. Well done. Well done, mate. Well yeah, that's, done. that's a big accomplishment. Not everybody wins that, so it's great. There's plenty of news there for everybody. I hope you've all enjoyed it. hope you're all smoking something nice. Uh, you're all well informed for this week, and so we'll leave the news until next week now. Let's go on to the Grow Diaries. Let's do this. So the Grow Diary this week is going to be from the LA Peyote Kush Grow-Off, which is, I think it's still going on. There's still a few crops to finish, right? I think we do have a couple more that, that yeah. haven't finished up yet. I was, I was a late finisher myself. That's right. The one we're looking at this week is Monkey Doo's Peyote Kush Grow, which right. is a nice diary, man, over at Percy's. And obviously, you have to be a member of Percy's Grow Room to be able to see the diaries. So if you want to be able to see this diary yourself, then sign up and have a look. We'll have a look on the screen in a second. But, uh, yeah, so we'll run through it. We'll, we'll show you how Monkey grows and what it did for this specific one, how it went, what equipment he used, things like that. You're right there, TJ. You hit that bung a bit hard, or is it Corona? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, he muted his microphone and we could still hear him coughing. That's how bad he was. It's <laughs> this fucking smoke buddy, man. So you wanna uh I mean, man, I've got so many fucking windows open, man. Mackie, would you like uh, me to talk start and, and uh maybe give you some background of the grow? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> now, um, uh, uh, start off us talking about the media and the tent, things like that. Now, this this particular grow I, was a cocoa grow, and I used compressed brick. I used canna. Um, and basically, I've hydrated the bricks. And these bricks, of course, have to be buffered and treated properly. So after they're hydrated, I rinse all the as much peat as I possibly can out of it by uh, rinsing it across a screen to let the peat go by and it had 25% perlite. Well, actually not, not the perlite yet. And then once it's been rinsed properly, it gets double soaked 24 hours each time into a uh, one, one and a half times strength uh, bath of CalMag to buffer it. And then you're basically just trying to tie up those bonds. But anyway, most people probably buy bagged, pre-buffered, but I buy bricks, so I have to do that. Then after that, it's rinsed to get the excess CalMag out of it, which would burn my seeds pretty badly. And mm. um, then I throw in 25% perlite, bam, good to go. That's my media. Now I grow in small tents, uh, basically the size of a, 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 like a, your small wardrobe in, in your home. It's basically three feet wide, about five feet, a little bit taller than that, and maybe about 20 inches deep. So I don't have very mm -hmm. much space. So I have two plants in that. Yeah, with with the lighting monkey, I see you went with the the Mars Hydro SP one hundred and fifty. That's a good um, it's a good oh, budget light. It, it's a it? good light for my size tent. Now the thing is, when you this is an odd size tent. I mean, mo, you, you, it's very common to find lighting that's built for a two by four and or a four by mm. four things like that. But try and find one that's built for a three by one and a half tent and they just mm. don't exist so I, yeah. the, the sp 150s allowed me to go ahead and you know use more of them and space them out and things like that but for this particular grow on that particular tent they really work out well i can get a lot of wattage a lot of, a lot of uh, lumens down on those plants 
And you only use two to start with, right? Well, no, to start when it seeds, I only use one, actually. I have three, and three is overkill for that tent. But that size tent to put 400 watts of LED in it is kind of insane. But people know, monkey, if if, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to overdo it. That's just how I, Mm. I, now, there are some exceptions with that, nutrients, things like that. But when it comes to power, more power. I love more power. Tim, the tool man, monkey. Exactly, man. So I start off with one light because you can get plenty of, uh, par out of the one light for, for seedlings and you can go almost all the way to flip and i did go almost all the way to flip with just the one light so what about extraction and shipment uh extraction again this is a small tent and i could get away with less than a four inch fan but on me on my tent i use a six inch fan and it's throttled down really slow so it makes very very little noise right and also with a six inch filter i have very low back pressure on this with that low of a, a velocity so i'm using a uh this particular tin it, it uses something called a vortex fan which is uh similar but different different manufacturer than the ac infinity but the sound levels and speeds and things are very similar to that one and then just you know the the old cheapo amazon iPower, carbon australian charcoal filters you know that, that's pretty much it nice and easy then. oh yeah man that's keep it simple that's just it I'll, i like i like to overspec when i buy it things like extraction and stuff. Cause you always, man, when tents go hot, nobody likes to panic. I just like to turn up mm. the knob. That's what I want to yeah. do. So I always overspec my tents. I can turn it down, but I can't turn it up anymore if it's already at maximum. That's just my theory. The zombie nation theory as well. Yes, it is. It's a very good no, theory. Just, it works well. It is agreeing. Well, <laughs> to be fair, it's not even a theory anymore. It's, it's actually practice now because it's been proved twice here. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I mean, and, we're, and this is what we preach a lot of times over at Percy's as well when we have new growers buying. It's like buy a little bit more than you think you need because it's going to be handy later on. And that's kind of how yeah. we go with that. Oh, yeah. It's like a, I keep a, a six inch in my two by two and a six inch in my three by three. You can always turn them up. Perfect. Yeah. Always better to have too much than not enough. Yes. It Plus, it's good for your fans as well because it means they don't run at full like, whack all the time. That's mm-hmm. true. You get, a, you get less dust build up on the blades with a slower speed. Everything ha- mm-hmm. everything is better. Less uh, turbulence, less noise. Yep. What's yeah. not to like? Yeah. <laughs> so nutrients then, Monkey. What you, we use for the nutrients there? I've been using advanced nutrients, uh, cocoa formula now for years, and that's what I've, uh, I've got that dialed in, and that's what I use. Now, not always a popular choice. A lot of people think it's overpriced or something like that. But like yeah. GB said before, you know, I don't use that much. So if you look mm-hmm. at the price of what I buy and, you know, I might use a couple of liters a year. Yeah, uh, so but, it's not a lot when you put into the no, when you put it on in the, the big perspective, is it monkey? No, it's not. And so go ahead and buy whatever nutrients you, you like, whatever, you know, don't let price always guide you would be my message mm-hmm. there. But I use advanced nutrient. I've got it dialed in. I've, I've been uh, preached to about converting over to different nutrients by several people. <clears throat> but I'm still with advanced, <laughs> but I don't use the, the entire advanced line. I use the Sensi cocoa formula. Uh, I like that line really well. And then I, I uh, also use, that's the, uh, you have an AB for grow, AB for bloom. So you have nice colorful too. And you got some overdrive there too. Uh, I use uh, I use a PK that I use is uh, first of all, just a powdered PK. When I first start into the flower, it's, it's called flower fuel. It's based at 33, 34. So it's probably twice as strong as uh what you would get like with big butt or something like that or your uh, can of pk just use half as much but it works really well it's very inexpensive 
I have a little jar of it, probably maybe uh, four, four or five ounce, ounces of it weight-wise. I've been having it for two years, still got half a jar. So it's very powerful. Use very, very little of it. So then, yeah, and then just about mm, two or three weeks before the end of bloom, I switched to overdrive, which is an advanced nutrients formula. Yeah, that's a good option, man. When the trial comes, get to about 50, 50, clear and uh, opaque. Yeah, that's it, a good it time kinda, to use it overdrive. It kicks the, the, the swelling of the bracts back in is what I, what I find. You know, mm-hmm. if you keep it on that overdrive, it definitely puts more weight back on the colas. Mm-hmm. And, and more terpenes, resins and shit is really oily. Yeah. Now I use a lot of other, other little nutrient tricks along the way. You know, I always have in the background, I've got my organic stuff. I have, uh, some, uh, I use, uh, what is it called? Kangaroots was the bush, the bush doctor stuff. And then also the, the, uh, kelp concentrate from Fox farms. And I keep, uh, in, in the background as well, a, uh, a tea blend, a prepared tea blend by Botanicare. And those, that's my, uh, what I call my nursery chemicals in case the plant gets sick. I don't know why I, I'll admit it. It's harder to grow in salts. And sometimes when plants get sick, they like the organic shit. And so in this case that came in very handy on this grow because hmm. plants didn't like it early on until I went to the organic stuff and then they got healthy again. And vice versa. Yeah. And I sometimes mean, just needs a certain something. And yeah. organic or salts might may provide it, you know. Yeah, you never know. I mean, everybody has their own growth style, and and I've over the the years that I've been growing, those those three things have always been my nursery formula stuff. That I, you know, if my plants aren't happy, that's kind of like a reduction in everything. Put them on a, on a like a almost like if you were not feeling good and you and you're put on a soft diet or something like that. The plants can digest these easily. It's very easy on the roots. It's got everything they need in it. They're not going to grow real fast, but they'll get healthy again. And, mm. and that happened in this grow because uh, did did the germination on these just pretty much standard way, you know, put them up, put them in the water, let them sink, sink to the bottom. After that, put them in. Uh, I actually, um, in this case, put them into Jiffy Cubes. So I planted them about maybe with about a quarter of an inch of peat covering in the top of the, of the beans that had been soaked in Jiffy Cubes, put a dome on the top of them. Now, neat trick that I can do in my tent, uh, I like to put the Jiffy Cubes on top of the spider former lamp in one of my tents. That, that plate on the back of the tent is warm, but it's not hot. So those cubes get just about the right germination temperature and they'll pop real fast. Now, how long did you veg this for? Uh, these, well, see that, that kind of turned into a controversy. Depends where you, what you're talking about veg from the time the seed germinated to the time I flipped was about eight weeks now. So it's one of those things like you count the first two weeks as seedling or veg. It's one of those deals, but it Mm -hmm. eight weeks, eight weeks from, uh, germination, they got flipped. The reason it was slow is because shortly after they germinated, everything looked okay, but they got real picky. The, the, the roots just they weren't happy. You could see the plant wasn't eating. They were just droopy. Uh, the pH was spot on in and out. The EC was, was everything. The numbers looked fine. Uh, basically went, took these things down. I have an old triple lamp CFL light that it's my nursery light. When the plants get sick, seedlings, especially I'll put them under a CFL cause it's a really soft, gentle light. And I put them on the organic stuff for a week, a week later, they look like new plants. 
So, you know, put them back out, put them back in. But that week right there of having to nurse them back to health and then, then getting them switched back into the salts, it, yeah. you know, it cost me a couple of weeks. But I'd rather get it right before I flip than rush to flip and, and end up ruining the run. But then once it was flowered, everything went sweet, right? It ended up a good grow. What was the final it's, yield on it? Uh, well, see, that's, that's, that's an interesting thing there because we've got a contest over at Percy's. I, I didn't tell anybody what the final yield on this was. Oh, yeah. Now, though, I had one plant uh, um, mm -hmm. close to the end. It was probably about a week or so early. Uh, it showed three nanners, four nanners on it, things like that. So as soon as I saw that happen one morning, it came out immediately. Now, that plant was already uh, dried at the time the contest went up. It produced 109 grams of dried bud. Uh, the second uh, was the larger of the two plants. Uh, it was done in the traditional Nug Buckets mainline style. And the colas on it were about a half a meter long, and it was eight of them. And I trimmed it, put it in jars, and I asked everybody to guess. Now, that one, you, I, most people would say, well, and including myself, it, it looked like I would have had a heavier yield on it. But what happened with that, that particular pheno the buds were kind of flat and scale-like and had two or three sugar leaves between it. So every, mm -hmm. you had to almost strip each bud off and, and get rid of those sugar leaves between each bud. So they had a ton of sugar leaf trim, but the actual bud weight was 169 on that. So total on, on the yield of the two plants was 278. No bad, man. No, I mean, I, can't complain. Up, I was hoping to get a pounder. I, one, one day I will get a pound out of that tent on two plants. It didn't happen this time, but I can't complain. That's about 10 ounces. Mm -hmm. uh, can't complain at all on that. But it was Sweet. a fun run. But my style, of, my style of grow is definitely a mainline style. It takes a little longer. And, uh, but when you do it right, you know, it's, I like the look of it myself. Mm, it's tidy. Tidy. Very long, Efficient. straight, long colas, you know. I'll call them, man. Go and check out Monkey's Diary over there on PercysGrowroom.com. It's like 14 pages or something. It's a long one, but know, it, it's all worth it. It's a good good diary. If I'm going to run a diary, I put uh, six pages. Six pages, right. Six pages, but it is a really, really informative diary. I was just mm -hmm. I was looking at it because, as a lot of people know, I'm quite lazy when it comes to farm work. <laughs> yeah. so, you I, like on the chat. Chat. I come into chat I see how all my homies are doing and all my bros you know but um, yeah it is such a good diary man such a good diary so informative man. I really really That's like fine. it and well I done, think it is going to inspire me monkey well, to try and keep a diary similar to yours do it GP for my next do one it. because it may help me not fuck up I'll fire so it up, watch. man, and we'll start it up on. We'll put it up on the episode next week or something. Well, we have the the A four seven two going, but I think I might do the diary on the on some leisure suit, Larry. Ooh, right, okay, nice strain, <laughs> nice man. Yeah. All right, so with that, then that's just about the diary complete. Don't forget to head over to Percy's and have a look if you haven't seen it yet. Don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe if you're new. Follow us on Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter. And see that scrolly thing, all that except PayPal, because PayPal's a prick. Here's Grog Guides. Grog Guides. We're going to be talking about hydroponics this week. Different methods of hydroponics and how it works, the difference between soil and hydro. The main differences, because it's a big subject, but we'll break it down and make it easy. 
so you can go head over to Percy's at percy'sgrowing.com slash a guide to hydroponics with hyphens instead of spaces. And you can find this guide. You can read through it yourself. I've added it into the chat there if anybody wants to see it. Sweet. Nice one, GB. Right. Um, see, so, I can do it now that I have the power. TG, do you want to take, do you want to explain the main differences between soil and hydro? Sure. Um, so, yeah, I personally have never actually grown hydro, but I've, you know, read a lot about it when I was doing my research into uh, what I thought would be the best kind of way to, uh, to start growing kind of before I start, I delved into the super soil. But yeah, essentially the main difference, I guess, between growing in hydroponics and traditionally, uh, traditional media is hydroponics generally, you don't have a medium per se. Uh, the roots are either kind of in the water, just dangling in water uh, or, or in air, you know, a misted 100% humidity chamber with aeroponics or something like that. They're not, you know, feeding or fishing around in, in cocoa or soil uh, looking for nutrients as the nutrients are in the reservoir that they're in, right? In the water that you're feeding and you have to circulate it and stuff like that. So it's the same, but it's different. And like, strictly speaking, cocoa is actually hydroponics too, just because the cocoa is inert and you are the one putting nutrients in, in a solution, right? Essentially, it's a runaway system, but strictly speaking, most people don't or more generally speaking, I should say, uh, cocoa is, is more of a not thought of a hydroponic. When people think hydro, they think like deep water culture, aeroponics, um, there's bubble ponics, which is kind of a variation on, on deep water culture. Mm -hmm. There's the nutrient film technique. Um, there's ebb and flow tables. You can do a top feed garden with a little drip system with a recirculating pump in the bottom. You can do run to waste, which is basically just a bunch of plants on a table that you you feed dilute nutrients solution or solution onto the table. It, it runs into a little hole because the table's slightly on an angle, and then you get rid of that waste. Wick systems are are pretty self-explanatory. They just wick a nutrient solution up through a capillary action through an absorbent wick, you know. Mm -hmm. And then there's aquaponics, which is cool. Um, aquaponics is actually using fish waste and excretions as the nutrient source and then the plants will uptake and take out all the nutrients and then the water will be recirculated and, and the fish are actually used in a lot of places as a you know they sell the fish too so it's kind of a two birds stone to one steel yeah, man. but yeah there's lots of different ways of uh of running hydro but um yeah basically the main difference is that you are supplying the, the, the nutrients through either through the reservoir or through your own. Yeah. Salt-based yeah. nutrients and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Versus um, like my, my system in the soil where the nutrients are already there. Yeah. In. And store it up. Yeah. That'd be my kind of distinction anyway. Yeah. That's about it really. Mm -hmm. uh, Both good though. Well, you haven't uh, grown in hydro before, have you? Just, I've never no. It's but you know, it's, it's it, there, I think there's a reason, you know, well, maybe not. I think it's maybe because of the, the rap songs and shit. Cause like hydro has always <laughs> been associated with high quality. Right. Mm. Um, for whatever reason, wow. um, there's lots of, I mean, you can grow shitty weed with any system. Right. But in hydro, I don't know, like, I, like I've, I've never done it, but 
a lot of people say you get faster results, you can push the plants harder, which probably is true, being that you're the one that's in ultimate control of exactly what's going in and out. Right? Well, it's because of the amount of air that can get to the roots when it's in a hydroponic sure, yeah. system, because there's an air stone constantly bubbling in the water and the roots constantly getting oxygen. So, and when they, right. you know, they get the oxygen, the water, well, the air, I don't, I don't know if it's specifically oxygen, it might just be air, but you know, air, water, and the nutrients together and to find that balance and they can just take in shit loads more because the roots have to breathe as well. And that's usually why hydroponics um, can grow bigger plants faster because yeah, can that makes eat sense. more the and the roots breathe more. It's important. Mm. Yeah, man, the most common type is DWC. Yeah, that's what you'll find most, um, most growers will use. That's the most common hydroponic system I have found anyway. Monkey, you want to go into what that is? DWC is deep water culture. I mean, I don't know a ton about these things. Basically, uh, like TG was mentioning, in the in DWC situation with, with this, you're growing basically only in, in water and nutrients. Your plant is suspended in a basket above uh, above a pot or, or a bucket of bubbling meat, a bubbling uh, nutrient solution, and um, the roots are getting bathed. Before they hit hit the solution, the roots are getting bathed by the bubbles in, in the uh, the splashes and then they'll eventually grow long enough into the buckets and just mm-hmm. basically take straight up. Um, it's bas- uh, the most direct type of feed you can possibly give the plant. They have to work none at all to get it. It's right there in front of them constantly. It's like that tap root when it touches the water of the DWC, because it'll come out of the pot and it'll just dangle a little and the splashes will be hitting it. But when that seedling and that root just hits that water, Bam. In a couple of days, man, there's fucking roots everywhere. It's crazy how shit, how crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Some of those pictures grow. are insane. Mm-hmm. Looks like a fucking alien or something. Right. I understand it's pretty difficult to do a lot of controlling of, uh, at first at least, it seems like people struggle to get control of the environment. You know, the, the solutions, they tend to go out of whack a little bit and things like that. But yeah, I'm, like I said, I've never tried it. I've read a lot of guides. I've watched a lot of diaries over at Percy's. I'm still learning on this one. You know, it's one of those things I will eventually, I'll try something. You know- I don't think it's too much different than soil in that sense, because soil, you do need to keep your roots on at a certain optimal temperature. But I think in hydro, it's just that the, you know, your, your air, your room for air is a lot less, but, um, and yeah, because of that, you do need certain things. Like I've seen people, they have to run chillers and stuff to keep their, their uh, solutions cool enough. Mm -hmm. So if you get too hot, then you get algae and bacteria growing and, bullshit like that so what kind of nasty stuff but um once you dial it in you know just like any system it's it's you know probably more efficient yeah 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 it's pretty sweet way to grow man it's just it's noisy and it's difficult to keep the temperatures of the reservoir right right you know you got to keep them between 18 and 20 degrees c for the plants to be happy really and that will differ depending on strain to strain right you know you find the right levels like tg says you get it dialed in and it'll it'll just do its thing well, I mean, I've heard that some people run sterile res and some people run a beneficial bacteria res in, in DWC. I like uh, one way would be when you mix your res, you're running with H two O two. That would be your sterile res. You're trying mm-hmm. to keep everything clean and going. And the other way would be you're inoculating your res with like HydroGuard, which is going to have beneficial bacteria to kill the bad stuff to keep you from going sour. 
Yeah, well, it's important to keep the air stone running because if the air cuts off, right, you know, good yeah. air will give you good bacteria. If the air gets cut off, it will start breeding bad bacteria. Right. So yeah. as long as the air stone keeps running, you shouldn't get any problems. But the problem is the roots grow so big, it, your air stone can get clogged easily and then the plants can start to suffer pretty quick. Yeah, and the root zone is, uh, from what I've seen, the first place you'll have problems on the hydro plants. You'll start seeing it in the root yeah. zones. It's like slimy and gross and shit. Hey? And turn brown and yeah. yellowy and nasty. Smells like rotten eggs. I think the thing too with hydro is, you know, when you do get a problem, you kind of have to fix it like now versus right. like my way in soil. I when it, when I see a deficiency, it's a two week process to like fix it, and I I can take my time basically. But hydro, yeah, it's a little different. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, when you see a problem as well, it's say if you had root rot, you can just get the roots wash them put yeah. them in a clean res and the problem should be fixed so double-edged sword something's easier because it, easier. some things are more difficult but dwc yeah. is just one way because then you've got the ebb and flow and um and the flood and drain systems which gb you want to explain what those are mate yeah ebb and flow are um it's pretty much the same principle as deep water well it's similar similar mm-hmm. principle um, you have you have your pump in the reservoir down in the bottom. Um, there's a couple of ways that you can do it. Um, I find if you want to do okay, you, and there's some really good systems that you can go and buy in the grow shops, but they do tend to be fairly expensive. Yeah, they're not cheap, man. Yeah, they're not mm. cheap, and there is like such easy ways that you can do them, do them yourself. Um, if you get like your res reservoir. And fill it up, and you get a like an upside down, uh, quite like a bucket. Yeah, like a barrel on its side, or like something, a barrel yeah. type thing on its side. Yeah, I'm trying to think of it. It'd be kind of like a a pond, an outdoor pond. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Rather like than that. an indoor pond. Uh. <laughs> but no, no. If you have, and then if you sure have, enough. like, if if you got a, you know, like a plastic. Uh, a small little kind of a, a box, say like a shoe box size, maybe a little bit bigger, hmm. but plastic one, obviously. Stick that down and have your little holes drilled so where you can get your intake pipe and your drain pipe. And basically, you will suck up your, uh, your pumps will suck the water up into the, fill up, um, uh, fill up the bucket. Sorry, my man, I'm so stoned. This purple god butt has fucking kicked <laughs> my ass. Sweet. You know? But it pulls it up. And then you have your drain pipe. So you're going to keep in a nice amount of um, fluid inside in your bucket so, for your plants to feed off. And then as that drains down, she will keep, continue to just fill up and drop off. And it keeps the air nice and mm-hmm. aerated and, and things. It's, um, it is a good, good way of doing the hydro that's it, it keeps because you can have the multiple roots. yeah and you can have multiple multiple plants set up depending on how big your yeah. reservoir and what your space is you can but, make a table man i've seen a table with it's about the, like a depth of about a shoe box right but it has it's think of a pool table actually that's a good reference yeah 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 a foosball yeah, table <laughs> something like yeah. that yeah exactly mm. perfect and then you, yeah, you you put a cover on it you drill a bunch of holes and put your baskets and then you just flood the bottom and then ebb and flow it with your reservoir mm-hmm. circulating underneath yeah that's uh it works fucking good 
Yeah, man. It, and the expense is to set yeah. this up, and it, it, there's more equipment, and there's more noise and electricity usage that comes with the equipment you use. But you know, yeah. you will grow plants faster, and yes. the buds will grow quicker. But there's easier ways. It's just to try it and see if this is the right way for you. This is a good way to get automated system. You could set things up and have it like a week in between having to visit the plants if the system's yeah. set up properly. Now, the one thing about this kind of growing is it's extremely reliant on, on electricity. If you have mm -hmm. a power failure, this will go sour fast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You go P-tongue very quick. And then we, after the ebb and flow, we have another technique of hydro, which is a little bit more complex, I think. We call it aeroponics. And so, yeah, so yeah, you want to take that away, mate? Yeah, aeroponics is a bit of a weird one, is it, guys? I always find it weird. Um. Basically, the plant the plants are suspended in uh, like little mesh pots, mm -hmm. and the roots are allowed to grow into space. Basically, yeah, like the foosball table thing again. Again, yeah. like yeah. the foosball table, but instead of having a, a flood and drain, it's constantly misted with um, yeah. the newts are in the mist, so it's 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 like aerosolizing your yeah. Uh, yeah um your nutrient reservoir right and constantly spraying the roots so the roots mm -hmm. are going to grow rapid fast i reckon it works fucking good man there's a producer here in saskatchewan um that's how he grows and i mean i'm not a big fan of the legal stuff i've never actually actually I have smoked some of his stuff and i can say it is really fucking good but um seeing his setup it's it's amazing it's, it's like four inch pvc pipes and just like you say it's it's misted all through that mm. and the plants they just yeah they they're drilled holes every fucking foot or whatever it is it looks amazing and mm. produces some amazing cannabis once you again once you get it nailed in or nailed down right? i think yeah, we've, we've got a, a one of the members on it i think it's constant gardener yeah um he runs aer aeroponics he's got a diary up sweet cool Oh, so if you I'm want to see it in action, everybody, pop over there and make sure you yeah. take a look. Don't forget to drop some can... likes on his posts and shit. Yes. I've seen shitty little units. I think Miracle Grow actually makes little LED aeroponic. What the fuck? You know, I, I saw one of those. I don't I've know. Got how, like, I don't think they could. Miracle Grow oh, ones, do. the little ones? Yeah, they're, they're plant mist, uh, pond misters. Yeah, something like that. So you can just they have an LED can, light and shit. Yeah, you can drop your reservoir. Well, uh, Literally, you can drop your nutrients into a two-inch flipping dish of water and pop a couple yeah. of these things into it, and they'll they'll just it's a DIY mister. Did, yeah. I bought uh. I bought a couple just just to try this out, but I, I kind of I, I put a clone in one of my flipping propagators, yeah, yeah. and totally forgot all about it and misted <laughs> it hundred percent for about three weeks. Oh, wow! <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, it turned into a little like gelatinous brown thing. Yes. Yeah. You know, and just like all of our guides as well, you can head over to PersusGrowRoom.com and you can read this guide for yourself and take a look at each thing that we've covered in more detail over there. But it's yeah. like everything we say with growing, none of this is really difficult. No. It might sound difficult and you might be intimidated by it at first, but there's plenty of help over at Persis to, to give you a hand if you need it. But it is really a lot simpler than you think. You just have to jump in at the deep end, get involved and... And you'll do just fine, yeah. man. You'll be amazed how much you can grow, how now fast you can grow it. Mm -hmm. If you I want, want to, to... Special... sorry, TJ. TJ, I just, I just want to say, I want to give a special shout out as a fan of you know environmentally friendly um, stuff, mm. as as I try to be. Aquaponics is fucking cool, mm. man. It is. Um, 
it's fish shit. There's a, there's a few producers here in Canada. Again, shout out. I'm gonna actually name it Habitat. They're fucking epic because they um, the salmon that they're actually using the shit to grow amazing weed with, and I can say it's amazing because I've, I've actually had that shit too. They fucking they sell that salmon as like renewable, locally blah 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 salmon too. So like mm-hmm. I said, two birds stoned at once, mm-hmm. and there's there's companies that I know that even donate like fish that they use for like uh to like homeless shelters and shit like that. So like and the thing about aquaponics is it's all like closed loop, right? Mm. That you're feeding your fish, but there's really no external inputs uh besides the fish shit and stuff and whatever else. Yeah, that'd be such a fucking needs, awesome so. way to grow. Right? Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. I want to give it a anyway, shot. I do. I'd love to do that. That might be a bit more complicated. But how many but fish you do you that. need, and how, you know how often? Yeah, yeah. You, do you get a type of fish that shits more often? What you do? You know, I don't it, know. it sounds complex, I've, man. What about <laughs> you? How long? How much you feed them? I've seen Reader it. Steve on, knows about a bit about it. Um, actually, he talks about it often. Well, we'll look into it, and we'll cover it on the podcast. We'll do a specific uh, grow guide specifically on aquaponics. I have yeah. seen it done an awful lot in airships and you know in houses that are like zero fucking energy and things where they Mm -hmm. it's the the gray water uh, or the water goes down into and that's what goes into the into the fish basically and then the fish shit is what pumps into the it's it's a fucking epic epic thing i actually am i have a really good thing on it I will send it to no. you during the week. No, we'll yeah, talk about that another time. But yeah, Hydro, man. Fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. give it a shot. If you need any help, you know where to find us. Now, I had a question I had a question for TG before we get out of that. If I change, Sorry. if I'm changing my goldfish bowl water, can I feed that to my cannabis plant? Yeah. I don't see. Probably. Yeah, it'd be kind of like an aquaponics thing, wouldn't it be? Yeah. Probably, yeah, I mean, it's full. You're changing it because it's full of shit. Right? Yeah, really. I mean, it's full of everything you, your your fish doesn't want, and your plant would probably love. That would be a hell of a fucking you know grow off. Anybody that has a fish, use your fucking you, fish bowl water to feed your plant. Feed your plant. <laughs> Why not? Be really good in, um, be an interesting try with huh? salt and cocoa. Obviously, it'd be a soil. Yeah. Hmm. So is I always wondered about that. No? It, yeah, it? I'll try it, man. Let's I, do it, man. I Let's fucking we'll set up a fishbowl grow off, and everybody has I mean, to go get him to get themselves a fishbowl with two fish in it, two fish only, <laughs> right? And that then sounds, once that sounds like <laughs> an interesting plan, man. <laughs> oh, it'll be fucking hilarious. You know? <laughs> What's this grow off then? So well, you have to have two fish in a bowl. The bowl has to be <laughs> two liters, right? And every day when you feed your plant, you have to use some of that to, to, to add nutrients to the water. I don't know. We'll figure something out, but that sounds like fun. Oh, like well, we had a question shit. as well, just before we go off. Um, yeah, yeah After things, Weech in um, chat was asking about the autopod systems. Um, uh, the way it's gravity fed is it the best of both worlds. I don't really like autopod systems because it's, well, it's they're fed from it. the bottom, man. And mm. you, you always want to feed from the top, really, to wash out old food and things that have been used up. Unless it's organics, of course, but that—that's what I was going to say. When it's in salts, it might not be the bestest of things to mm-hmm. use. But if you're in organics or if you're in soil, they—they they are very handy. The yolk. I don't like leaving my stuff. Sips. 
fitting in for capillary action to bring it up. But again, Spartan has, I forget what he calls it. Uh, sip container. Uh, sip container, yeah. yeah. Oh, are you well, Martin? How's you getting on, buddy? Martin says the autopods are the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never used them, so I can't say, but. Definitely good for uh, soil growth, but don't use mm. them for hydro. That'd be my advice. Um, okay. What else are we saying? That's about it for hydro. We should move on to this week's interview with Gas. Okay. So, yes, the interview with Gas. Yeah, that's Martin. What's Martin say? Those aerodomes and make sure to flush well. Coco is king. Coco is king. You know what I'm saying, Martin? Yes. Hear that, Zian? Yeah, because the California fucking redwoods are growing in cocoa. Yeah. I'm just the northern boreal forest is full of cocoa. That's all the pine trees up north. Yeah. That's oh wait, it's soil. (laughs) (laughs) Can can I just ask a question before uh, Gary comes along? Uh Coco is king. What did you think to that sound bird then? Oh yeah, no, actually everybody. (laughs) Soham that that if you're in the UK and you haven't tried Soham yet, then I do recommend it. But make sure you use big pots. Because the weed I'm smoking right now is pretty fucking good, man. Don't forget, cocoa is king. Yeah, cocoa is king, though. Yeah. It's like cocoa is just so easy. That's a discussion for the after party. Let's do this in the after party. Yeah, okay. <laughs> As I was saying to you, I was only saying it to the husband <laughs> earlier on about how I was going over to the grand opening of the, the chill rooms. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at me going there the fuck do you think you're going on your own <laughs> oh yeah you know you're, you're yeah. not going on holiday without me you bastard oh, is, is he coming <laughs> as well then oh that'd be he's sweet man up, he that'd is coming sweet. as well oh, excellent yes. we can talk to him about you in the corner <laughs> no, nice. no he won't be coming he won't be coming anywhere near fucking you lot. <laughs> anyway that's for the after party lads so we spoke to Gaz before you might have heard that if you heard the previous episodes I think it was episode 10 I'm not entirely sure though I think so. It was, lads, right? Something like that. Yeah. Really I'll edit like, this yeah. out if I'm incorrect. Yeah, but we were incorrect. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. episode... No, it was... Four. No, was Tommy Chong. Ten. Ten. Five. Just call loads of different numbers out, and that way you can just pick which one. You yeah, know. everybody, go and check, download them all, and check. Let Eight, me know. Six, seven, five, <laughs> three, oh, nine. Right. Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah, going to open the first Dutch-style coffee shop in the UK, and he's tried many times before, been arrested, sent to prison, come out, tried again, rinse and repeat. But now it seems as if he's he's got some actual legs now, and he's going to be able to open this coffee shop and not get any problem from the old bill. But old bill is English for police. All right. Just so you let <laughs> I don't know, actually. The old bill, the Rosses. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know Zian? Do you know what I call Old Bill? Nah. Huh? I don't know. Yeah. I probably do, out. but it's it's not something that like what's it's in my head. Yeah, yeah. It's not something that I was oh, like I think the... somebody in chat's gonna know. But we're going on one of them tangents again. I mean, look at us, man. Yeah. Fucking out of control. How do we fucking do we have a podcast with this many listeners with all these tangents? <laughs> Oh, yeah. right, okay. Right, I'll tell you now. They, they were called the old bill after an act of parliament that empowered them. Um, the, the bill was um, the, the, the parliament act. Right. Um, so they're not bill like William. They're yeah, bill they, like... they all carried around a copy of this act of parliament 
to sort of yeah, say, yes, we are police, we can do this. Bunch of losers, man. <laughs> and then they made them all uniforms so they didn't have to carry it around with them. Okay, so, right. So let's hit this interview. It's about a half hour long and then we'll come back for the after party and we'll discuss it then. So enjoy, everyone. How you doing, mate? Oh, all right, guys. Up? What's the story, man? Oh, I've got loads to tell you. Oh, very <laughs> nice. What we like to hear. You was going to go on holiday to Thailand. Did that happen? No, Thailand flight got cancelled. Uh, COVID restrictions. I haven't even been able to go off the house. <laughs> Liverpool's oh. been totally locked down. Damn. So, no cheating rooms then? Has it been open at all? Have you done any work on it? Yeah, yeah, I've been building a new boardroom, executive boardroom, um, for the highest professionals in the country or the world to chill around the um, conference table and bring good to every other community. Sweet. I want people to come there, get the seeds from us and take the seeds home and plant their own coffee shop. Excellent, man. <laughs> so are things looking better now COVID's out the way then? Well, sort of. Yeah, well, I, I, I've, um, on Sunday, oh, sorry, on Monday, I was in a radio, a commercial radio station in Liverpool with the Crime Commissioner candidate. Nice. So that's going out on Sunday. So I'm going to be back in his campaign with the Green Vote type of thing because everyone's in the opportunity now where these um, Crime Commissioners are getting voted in. And yeah. what Arthur Jones and um, Ron Hogg started, you know, with um, their policies. Yeah, yeah. It's going to get it's going to get rolled out throughout the country. So this um. Crown Commissioner candidate, a gentleman called Chris Brown. He was in, he said he wants to come and chill in the coffee shop. And even if he doesn't get um, voted in, which I said he will, because the green vote matters now, doesn't it? So, like, mm, it does, mate. More than people realize is, as well. This is the, 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 um, the turnout for the Crown Commissioner elections is really low. So, I know there's lots of thousands of organic free thinkers like me and you, and mm. we'll, we'll have to like. Get them and say, listen, this is your opportunity right now. Get out and vote on the 6th of May. 6th of May, is that when it is? Right. That's when the elections are. So we've got like literally less than four weeks. So hopefully my campaign is going to roll in in Liverpool in the next few weeks. And you know, you're going to um, see me singing our song and Freedom will be here. (laughs) Yeah. What's this space? Freedom um, is going to be here. Excellent. But I was in. I was watching the YouTube today and I've had a, um, a meeting with him. Um, not a meeting, a podcast with Carly Barton. Oh, so cool. she's, uh, got, she's got access to all the police federation and the MPs in London. And mm-hmm. she's like she's like the Queen Bee of yeah, man, cannabis well regulation. She's doing yeah, well. So, so we've had her on the podcast before. We want to get her on. Yeah, again. well, Carly's singing, singing our song now. And she's, she's, um, she knows all about our, not a crusade, but our battle over the years type of thing. And mm-hmm. That's the winner line. Everybody is going to create their little clubs and just turn their communities around right now what the situation with the COVID and just unprecedented time. So, um, man, you make me, you make it all sound, you, you give me hope, you know, it's like, it's so often we sit here and we think, oh, is it, this law is fucking everybody over and that one. Now they're doing this, but, well, you know, speaking to you gives us hope, man. You, you're so enthusiastic and optimistic and, You'll be coming to children's rooms and you'll be getting these seeds and you're okay. You can go and plant them in your place wherever you are. When are okay, you and it'll just grow. Okay, well, as soon as the COVID restrictions, we'll be putting our shutters up and, okay, bringing us all together. Uh, 
it's 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 just snowballed every every day. I'm meeting journalists or I'm doing a podcast or you know people are listening to me words type of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got the recognition type of thing, and I've got the integrity. It's like there's no egos. It's all at the door. It's going to be like open the door to the whole industry to everybody, which will see to sale and just um, copy and paste in my model or just plug it into my app or putting your name to it or you know what I'll say I'll do everything for you um, I'll pay your tax I'll book your seats I'll, I'll I'll be behind the scenes artificial intelligence um, running your business for you paying your yeah. accounts and doing your tax and getting your licenses and okay literally just getting it um, an app on your phone and, Sorry, and tell David. me will it be um I heard you say, is it seeds? Would you be able to go in and buy yourself a nice spliff in the in the, the chilling room? Um, I didn't used to sell ready rolls last time. Everyone in Liverpool likes to build their own type of thing. It's well, part I, of the I, culture. Uh, so no, that's what I mean. Like you, you will be able yeah. to go in and buy yourself a, a Henry or a Q or a half or something. Yeah, it's going to be sold by the grab. 65% of our profits will be going right back to what our committee decides is in need at that time. Yeah, but, I mean, Brilliant. no one will be FBI's. We'll give everyone a job and everyone can open their little creative spaces and that's all create together. You know, let's all get the weed out there. <laughs> yeah, grow, grow, grow. So what's the law saying now? The law is saying now, if you get caught with growing two plants, you're getting a £50 fine. What, anything over two plants? What about over two plants? Well, we're, go- we're going to be li- liaising with the Conservative Drug Policy Reform and the Labour Drug Policy Reform, because I've got direct access to all these um, organisations who are singing our song now. So mm-hmm. I've got the best best um, accountants, the best solicitors, um, the Cannabis Trade Chair Association um, chairman and the compliance officer of the can- Cannabis Trade Chair. I mean, yeah. we really are the highest authority in the country now. I've brought us all under one um, green umbrella. So... It's not a blueprint, it's a green print for everybody, all right? And it's literally copy and paste. So everybody, roll your sleeves up right now, okay? Because you're all going to be back at work and you're all going to be providing these um, organic jobs for the future generations to live in peace. And so also it's safe for your family to go out of a night or your daughter to go out. I mean, all, all these things are going to be beneficial. Mm-hmm. Because you just make the a society, big difference to crime. Yeah, you know, yeah, we, we'd been the business. The business plan is put crime out of business. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, I mean, poverty is what generates crime, isn't it? Or addiction, or all these things. What we all know about. The worst thing about cannabis is running out. But if you <laughs> if you're growing your own, and you've got like a pillowcase full, and any extra you can bring to our community, and we'll fill your organic water up for you because. It's not my rules, but I foresee cashless society in the next few years. So mm-hmm. if you want to trade your cannabis for a flight to Australia or a insurance <laughs> payment or a, de- a deposit for your mortgage, you'll have to trade it with like an affiliated club and do the right thing. So you'll have accounts and you'll have books, and but it'll all be done with your phone. So you know, so essentially you're going to take cannabis as a currency. Yeah, it's the new green economy. Yeah. Man, I'm Home surprised you economy. haven't been taken down by the government. Shut up and shit talking yeah, like bro. that. Where you're starting to fuck with the government's money, bro. <laughs> no, they, they want to collect the tax. I've got a treasury. Oh, yeah. um, I've got an accountant who's on the treasury committee and like they're really um, they're listening. Mm, <laughs> I told them the business plan over a year ago, like so it's not secret. Yeah. So it but really it's a is a huge so- industry waiting to be opened up in the UK. 
it's coming to fruition now, okay? The country's never been in such a situation, i.e. the COVID and, okay, people under lockdown and, okay, and it's been... Knowing these pubs, they're going to open up like tinderboxes. Mm. So we need to chill the place out and give everyone a good high-paying job. Yeah. And, okay, we'll just we'll get the high street um, smoking. <laughs> yeah, instead of just charity be shops hot. and betting shops. Yeah, yeah, it'll be lovely vibey coffee shops. And people will be safe going to these um, establishments, okay, mm-hmm. because we'll all be looking out for one another. Yeah. Okay, um, there's no crime I've ever witnessed in the whole 20 years I was operating like, oh, these, Apart um, from cannabis. Well, <laughs> the only crime I've ever witnessed is the police um, kidnapping my friends and kicking doors in and all that. So mm-hmm. hopefully they, these people are going to be peace officers in the future. So Instead um, of policy enforcers. Yeah, they're going to be joining with what the community wants and growing with us, you know, because you know they, they've been at the front line, haven't they? And they've got no respect after the COVID, what's been going on. So this is like integrate them back into the community and Okay, let's put a little cannabis leaf on the on the on the, the emblem. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it, that is a major thing. You know, the cannabis laws, not just the cannabis laws, but drug laws in general, have had a massive yeah. impact on the police reputation. Of course, and as I say, what I say to the police officers in the future, you're going to have it in. You're going to log on. You're going to put your helmet on. There'll be a camera in the helmet, and then you're going to get a printout. Go to this address, and you're going to think, "Oh my God, that's me, brother." And what are you going to be able to do then? You're going to have to go and arrest your brother because you've got this camera on. You can't phone him up or say, listen, John, um, that little bit of stuff, <laughs> that organic flower you've got in your in your, um, your bedroom door, what you smoke behind the shed of a night type of thing, um, we're going to come and kick your door in and kidnap you and, okay, and smash your door you. in. And you're not going to make the place safer. You're going to cause resentment in the community, okay? And you're going to lose your respect because you've gotten on at all now. So yeah. I'm going to build your respect if you want to work with me. And okay, let's grow together, all of us. And yes, we're man. all the same. We've all got morals and we all know right from wrong. So this is the right thing to do right now. Stop persecuting us cannabis free thinkers, okay? Yes. Because we're no harm to nobody. And I'm banging my hand on the table now. And as I say, I've, uh, I've been getting my points across and people are listening, okay? Yeah, I'm, man. I'm listening, okay, bro. I'm listening. Like, it's inspiring. This, <laughs> do you know when I was speaking to this crime commissioner last week? Like, he's uh, he's, he's on board, okay? Mm. And I've got a lot of respect for him. I think he'll take the, uh, the mantle off Arthur Jones and Ron Hogg. So, so remember his name in Liverpool, Chris Brown, everybody. Um, he's going to be voted in on the 6th of May, so we all need to get out that day, okay? And just... And he's pro Come to chill rooms and he's pro cannabis, yeah. Chris 100%. Brown, Liverpool. Chris Brown, yeah. Liverpool um, candidate for Crown Commissioner. I'm going to see if he wants well, to come on the show. Yeah, he'd uh, be cool, yeah. He might be busy, but you know, you don't ask, you don't get I, I think he'd come on, you know. I've <laughs> told him I'm going to um, talk about him and get us. Um, It'd be nice. It'd be great to get uh, the other side of the coin, as mm-hmm. per se. Yeah. You know? yeah, well, he, he was, he was, he was, he um, was, be connected as we say, but um, we, we, we're gonna bring the shoots of growth together, okay? We've ge- I germinated the seed with them, okay? <laughs> and it's been germinating for 20 years. No, I, I, mean, love, I, I would love for it to come to fruition. It's just, you know, the way like you see the can chap is it down in London, he's saying it. They seem to always be just promises. 
that if mm. you get me elected, I will get mm-hmm. this for you guys. We go and we yeah. get these people elected. And then they turn around and go, hang on a second here. I said I will do it, but I did not say when. I said I'll try. I said I'll no. try. Yeah. And it's I'll try. So I do. I really, really hope that this guy gets elected and that this guy is able to make change in Liverpool. It's so desperately needed. It is, mate. Yeah, it's desperately needed all over the UK, all over man. the world. Yeah. There's so yeah. many of us that are persecuted across the world for no fucking reason except for old propaganda. Smoking the wrong flower. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it, mate. If we were wrong smoking chrysanthemums, we'd be okay. Mm. <laughs> well, we're all right smoking tobacco. Yeah. yeah that's a government-funded yeah. flower, though, isn't it? Exactly. Well, this could be a government-funded flower, too. Yeah, when they when it's they already going that way. It, it fairness when you look at it, it's already going that way. Look at how many hundreds of millions are being fucking shared around and divvied out between all these big big players. It's going you know? the back door route, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so it's going the route of the LP. They'll just surprise us one night. We'll mm. wake up and it'll be there. It'll be legal, and they'll be taxing it, and the government will be all thumbs up and everything. So, like, well, it'll be worse for us. Guys, when we come to the uh, where you're gonna get the cannabis from, have you spoken to yeah. the police directly about uh, home grow and things like that? Is that gonna? Be I haven't spoken. I, I haven't spoken to Merseyside Police, no. But as I say, I've been speaking to the their future boss, right. <laughs> and I told him it's gonna be homegrown. And yeah. okay, we're gonna plug into the community and give back millions. Yeah. Oh, and he, he agreed with me. Oh, cool. That's good. Well, it we is. Agreed with everything said. We we agreed on everything. Okay, it is the way forward. And okay, it, it, there's nothing else what we I can think of what could give all these jobs and provide high pay and completely you know, agree, right. Yeah, yeah. Moment. And it'll be a fucking huge industry when it kicks off. Oh yeah, it'd be savage. So what have you got a specific date in mind for when the chilling rooms is going to be open? As soon as soon as the COVID restrictions. Um, is that like in June? Is it? It'll be, a loss, it'll be a lot sooner in the UK than fucking yeah. anywhere else in Europe. I tell you. Yeah, whenever they can way. figure out whatever date they're pulling out their ass this week. Yeah. yeah. Have you got staff and everything sorted for the chilling rooms then, guys? Have you got like uh, bud tenders and things like that? I've got family and friends who can come in, but I am hiring in. I'm going to be looking for them. Um, People's, I'm going to be checking people's criminal records, you know, like, <laughs> and if you make sure they've got one. a few times for cannabis, yeah, I mean, you're going to be one of our growers. <laughs> you're not getting in if you're not on the list. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, your criminal record will be your CV. <laughs> well, in fairness, it's, it's, the, it's the truth, isn't it, when you think about it? Because yeah, look at of all of the fucking people that are going to be in this industry are all the ones who have been persecuted in the past because yeah. we are the are the professionals. We are the masters in this game. You yes. know? It's us who've been doing it for 20 years and providing the, the medicine and okay, getting the bags of butter to the people. Well, it's a win-win for everybody. So That's this, um, this new age we're going to come into, it, it's not going to be about taking people's money. It's how much can we give back? Yeah, hopefully. How much yeah. can we look after the community and... Okay, just provide smell of freedom. It's everywhere now. You mm, can smell it all yeah. over the city. Like, now it's, it's, it's we'll aroma. Carbon filters soon. <laughs> do you find uh, know where it's coming from? But... How, do you have any concerns about complaints from neighbours or residents that are close to the chilling rooms because of the smell? 
I had all filters, filtration system in yeah. there. So, um, so no, they should have been smallest. The police said that you could smell outside, but they always say that, don't you? Psychological shit, man. That's off my clothes, officer. Man, it's, it's shocking, but it's still such a problem. But, you know, it's good to see that there is actual changes going ahead. And we mm. might be looking at recreational legislation soon in the UK by the way things are looking. Mm. Or do you think it'll be a decriminalised Dutch model? Which way do you think it's going to go, Dad? It's going to be a bit of Dutch, a bit of Spanish, and a lot of scouts. <laughs> I like, like it. it. I, I love like it. I love it. <laughs> no Canadian in that market then. <laughs> no, no Canadian. No Canadian model. We don't. We want to stay. No, that, that, that went a bit to the dogs. Didn't That's it? a bit corporate, isn't it? Would yeah. yeah. Well, if, well, if, if Temple Grower was here now, he would say. It, yeah, yeah, he'd be expletive, expletive again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you do about thirty minutes worth of explanation of why it's all crap. Uh, do you know what it 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 is great, and it's great when you see things. If you're not a solid user like what the majority of us are, like I was saying this to a friend of today, if if you had us smoking a spliff, we're okay. But if you have somebody who's, say, in their 60s, who've never used it and who has been prescribed it, and they smoke two, three drags, they're going to be wasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna be fucked. <laughs> yep, whole different kettle of fish. Oh, I had a point about this. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so it's cheaper for them. It goes a far, it's it cheaper, goes a yeah. way for them. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Make that's it. They're, the they're, they're opening up the, the market and legalizing and saying, "Oh, well, thirty grams of the thing." That's fine for the likes of them. Mm-hmm. You know, thirty grams. I would smoke in a week. Mm-hmm. Oh, Three days, bro. Come month. on. Oh. Three days, man. <laughs> three days. Well, that, that was being liberal, being saying the week. <laughs> well, you know, and... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three days. Oh. Easy, I mate. can, I can probably it. do that on a Sunday, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll probably do it myself. But just when you're trying to, when you're working and you're doing shit, you try to be fucking nice and announces. Uh, nice it's and just... stoned, yeah. Well, yeah. You just yeah. smoke. <laughs> it clears the air, doesn't it? Like, oh, it puts the bullshit out. Okay, yeah. it gets shit it gets all the yeah. bullshit out and you're able to focus yeah. on the exactly yes. important thing. Just yes. only in. You know, it, it takes all the white noise out. Bullshit. Okay, rise above the smoke and uh, see clearly. Okay, and you, you, you're on a mission. We've all got this little mission now. So, like, we can all roll our sleeves up, can't we? And you're going to have 16-hour days when you're going to have to set your clubs up. And, okay, but I'd like to say to everybody now, roll your sleeves up and get ready because mm-hmm. this is it. Like, chilling rooms is really the key to the door and I'll be opening really shortly with my shutters going up with full approval of everybody. Um, well, there's light at sure. the end of the tunnel. It really is. We have the light at the end of the tunnel for the whole mm-hmm. industry. Like So everything is just going to illuminate type of thing like right now. <laughs> well, Especially the plants under. Definitely, definitely let us know when you have the opening date because um, I'm sure a lot of us will try. try yeah. I would love to have you over. Oh, I'm there. Yeah. I am there, bro. I swear, I'll jump in my car now. I'll jump in my car. I'll drive to Liverpool, man. I need to get out of this fucking house. <laughs> I can relate to that. It'll, it'll be all official. Okay. Just buy, buy one of them. I've had the vaccine cards off eBay, mate. <laughs> I've got one. Yeah. We'll borrow monkeys. Yeah, no, we'll mine, yeah. we'll all get a photocopy of monkeys. There'll be like 17 monkeys driving around the UK. You know I mean? That's right. Just put on an American accent when you go places, eh? <laughs> <laughs> or try to. They won't know. 
not at all. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's good things coming, guys. Good things coming. That's awesome. Change. Okay, change. That's what's coming. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Real to... change. We're going to be going into a new age. All right. So, like, organic and okay, free from crime and free from hard drugs. And okay, so it's safe for your children or so your parents to go to a night. Everybody's going to partake in this new and um, euphoric organic um, liberation. <laughs> okay. It's like the slavery is, is like. The drug war slavery times a thousand, isn't it? Because mm. I've been part of it for 20 years. Like, and the shackles are off now, type of thing. And they really are the people I'm meeting and the people on me board. And just me contacts I've been in growing up like for 20 years. But we're all in the same pot now, type of thing. And we all want the same. And I just see shoots of growth for everybody. And okay, the seeds are germinated now. So that's it. Uh, mm. Get to it. Yeah, Everybody, right now, right this minute, take this decision. And tomorrow is a new day, and you can make a change. And tell your friends that you're going to be opening your establishments up, and it's going to be called that. And we're going to put that furniture there. And before you know it, just get a good fan in there. And you know, you'll just yeah, shake the agenda with me, okay? And you'll bring so about the good. peace. We're returning <laughs> to the summer of love from the 60s, man. <laughs> 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 well, it's been planned for a long time. It's twenty years in the making, mm. like so. Well, um, it's flipping long over, Yeah, mm. this is uh, this is what we've all been waiting for. This is the change, like uh, to say, people are listening to what I say. So, roll up, roll up, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So we have a vote coming up in the UK on May sixth. Was it? Yeah. Yes. And yes. that's all over the UK. Yeah. Yes. Every every municipality is going to be voting their crown commissioner candidates. Okay. Um, Everybody needs to do their research in the UK here and make sure that they find out who their guy is and whether they are uh, for or against cannabis. Yeah, just ask the question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Are you you for or against? And if you say against, don't vote for them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Vote for the one who is because there's going to be one, whether it's um, the Green Council or the Liberal Democrat Council, but we really can make a change. Us, um, us people who have been stigmatised and hunted down for years and years, and we all want freedom. We all want to be out of our little closed spaces where we're hiding away and hiding our cannabis use and worrying about smells. And okay, because the neighbour this and that. Okay, the neighbour's going to have a few plants and the neighbour's going to be growing as well. So mm. everyone will be partaking. Even police officers will be coming to our children's room. You know because. Yeah. There's a lot of PTSD out there as well. There's going to be lots of soldiers coming home from Afghanistan yeah, and things like sure, that, isn't yeah. it? So if people can get organically medicated rather than some um, pill what sounds like it's from a Star Trek convention, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just stick to the organic and we'll bring our communities together and just talk and therapy and bringing mm-hmm. good, I mean, just live music and just being together, it's going to be it's the change. For, yeah. like, it's good for people to be yeah. with people yeah. who don't stigmatise. Yes. Know, the people who share the same interests as you do. This is why Persis has got such a good vibe because everybody there is a grower and outside yeah. of Persis, they're stigmatised, you know, they're cannabis users, they're druggies. Brilliant. But at Persis, we're, we're all the same, man. We're, we're growers, we understand we're doing nothing wrong. And that's what it'll be like at the chilling rooms and, and places like that. The sense well, of community every, is big, man. It's important. Everyone who's been growing over the last like 20 years or has been providing uh, the, the organic um, for the communities, like give yourselves a tick because the community has been appreciated over it. It's, it's kept the hard drugs. It's stopped a lot of alcoholism. Mm-hmm. It's um, 
it's made people get up and do you know, especially yeah. if you're growing your plants for a few years, you've been took out of poverty, haven't you? Because you can buy a pizza or you you haven't got to buy that 20 bag of weed. So yeah. You haven't got to spend fucking two hundred pound a week on weed because yeah, well you can smoke three hundred pound worth and not worry about it. (laughs) Cannabis is in the backbone of Liverpool now, okay? Because there's that many growers. I mean, the statistics are if you look six six ways that way or six houses that way, there's a cannabis crop. So Mm -hmm. okay, let's look three houses that way and three houses that way, and there's a cannabis crop in the future. Mm. (laughs) And all regulated, more like getting a bit of this industry and. Not living in fear that your front door is going to come in, and you know who's that knocking at the door or yeah, like, you know, yeah. because I've had all this over the years. Like it's it's. Um, it's I used to have a I used to have a, a day off on Christmas Day when I was growing because I know you're not coming Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> it was like yeah. I could live in peace on Christmas Day, you know. Mm. But it, it is the fear what you've had to live with. But yeah, but you live with it every everyone, day, and you just get used to it. I mean, it's still yeah. there. You still yeah, let the yeah. chopper goes by, and you're not as yeah, scared as you used to be, but say, the concern but, is still there. Well, do you know when you get your crop down and it's all drying and it's just it's just crack on you on the arm and it's ready, and do you mm. know that sitting back that euphoric feeling and wow, I've created this. It's took me mm-hmm. three months to um, to grow this and procure it, and do you know just tend to it and yeah, be nature. Okay, you've you're been there its whole life there. from seed to harvest. You've been there every day. Yeah. Yeah, and then when you sit back and you're enjoying the fruits of your labour type of thing, yeah, you're happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, there's no better feeling like it's. Uh... That's right. Everybody should grow their own, man. And if anybody wants to learn, Percy'sGrowRoom.com. Yeah, well, we'll all work yeah. together. We'll uh, we'll be sending lots of uh, students to your platform in the sweet, future. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have a website does the chilling rooms have a website people can go to no we're, we're coming off um, social media and all that as soon as right. we open the chilling rooms it's just going to be app so I'm going to be in a real world every day so I'm going to invite all you I know like people spend too much time on social media I'm not knocking it or nothing but mm-hmm. okay it's like if you're spending seven hours a day eight hours a day on social media you could be doing other things couldn't you yeah, yeah. but we'll, we'll, we'll be beneficial things. yeah so I want everybody to be more productive and um, just use social media less and you know, just get in the real world and communicate and be together, join join our community, like and get us all out the house and yeah, get I want to meet all the, the tradesmen and the, you know, people who make things with their hands and the musicians and the mm-hmm. you know, the people who are knitting things or crocheting or yeah. creating craft or just doing what you know, just, yeah, I'm gonna let everyone. Because if you've made your money type of thing for water and your plants, and I'm filling your organic wallets up and you can buy a pizza, you can create good then, can't you? Because like, you're not worrying about where the next two pounds come from to put in your meter. <laughs> or like, can I buy a box of tea bags this week? Or mm. I haven't got a jar of coffee, but it's trying out and I can't afford one until next Thursday. These are the things I've had to live with for years. Yeah. All right, I've lived in abject poverty, especially when the police have gone to my house and stripped me and took everything off me and... I'm six months behind on my mortgage and I get out of jail and do you know where am I finding three thousand pounds from type of thing to pay this area so I'm not gonna lose my house. And I mean yeah. all these things I've had to deal with over the years, but you know what? Plant the seed and you'll be all right. Because yeah, man, just keep going, mate. Look what you've achieved so far. You've smashed well, it, man. Okay, well, hopefully I'm everything I've achieved, everyone can learn off my battle type of thing and mm-hmm. look at me as like the field marshal type of thing now. And, so now I've won the war and you can grow your own communities and get your own things going type of thing and 
it'll just be copy and paste all over the well list. If you want to go to Wales and open a coffee shop, you can, or you want to go to Australia and open one, you can. Mm. All right, this is real liberty for everybody. Liverpool's going to be the hardest place to crack the drug war, but I've cracked it. I really have. Okay, things are changing. Okay, and we'll be the change where the keys to the door. Okay, and everyone's going to. And I'll just be liberated. Yeah, man. Well, I look forward to getting to the chilling rooms as soon as it's open. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Okay, me, me and Zane will be there. I'm sure GB will be able to make oh, it. Well, I'll get my fucking damnedest to get. <laughs> even if I have, even if I have to fucking try swim the channel. Yeah. It's a long swim for me, but never say never. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna roll a green carpet out for all of you. Nice all right, one. everybody's <laughs> VIP in the chilling rooms, all right? So you've never been anywhere like it. This is the ultimate chilling room. Like, Man, Savage, once we've got over a thousand subscribers, we can stream live from mobile. So we'll be able to do oh, like a, a live stream from the from the chilling yeah. rooms then. So yeah, hit that we'll subscribe button. <laughs> we'll be connected as mobile hench with you. <laughs> mm, oh, yeah. I just bring him. Really. <laughs> with the generator to run him. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, yeah, man. Gaz, Gaz is in Liverpool. It's not like the middle of Wales somewhere. Yeah, Liverpool has got power and shit now. No, I'm just joking. It's so big, he needs his own power source, you know. <laughs> He's busy. He won't be happy with that. <laughs> so thanks for joining us then, Gaz. We'll let you go carry on doing your, having your battle and taking over the fucking world, bro. Keep smashing it, mate. Thank you very much for having me on. Oh, man, okay. thanks for joining us, man. It's always right. a pleasure, bro. Always. Man. I'm honoured to speak to you as well, okay? I really am, because you're yeah. international. <laughs> <laughs> it's sweet, man. Man, you know. it's a pleasure, guys. You're a legend. Keep okay. keep doing your thing, bro. Keep doing your thing. Peace we'll be in touch soon, and we'll see you yeah, at the chilling room soon. Butter. That's right. Keep <laughs> us updated, man. When it opens up, let us I'll know. know. I'll let you all know. Legend. Absolutely. Right, man. Nice Come on, guys. Buddy. Bye-bye. Bye, mate. Bye. 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 We are unmuted. Do not say fuck or bugger. But fuck yes, or wank is okay. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. And don't type ass in the chat. Bodacious, dude. Yes. Yeah, Bodacious. <laughs> we didn't fuck bugger or shit yet. Yeah, I think they're good too. Okay, so, but there we go, man. We, uh, the interview with Gaz, then everybody. It's good to hear from him, man. He's very optimistic, and he's getting a lot of shit done. He's got a lot of big connections now, yeah. so hopefully, uh, very soon, the chilling rooms will be open, man, and then we can have some meet up in the UK. That'd be fucking sweet. Crazy, I'm all the way in bloody Liverpool. Oh, yeah, it's not, not far. It's we not we that fucking war. far for you, you cunts. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's about the same distance, to be fair. For me? You don't have to swim for a fucking big bleeding lot of it if oh, the boat won't let you. Bollocks, that's a couple bollocks. of flipping hours on a boat. Uh, yeah, well, it is it's a mission either way, isn't it? It's an hour and a half. But, you yeah, know, we'll get, get the Irish contingency together there, GB, you know, collection well, from like your houses. One. There is, if there is enough people that want to go on the Irish side, you know where to get me. Hit me up on Instagram or hit me up over on percy'sgrowroom.com. What we'll do bus. as well is we'll have a special thread in on the known user section in Percy's where we'll have like a, the back room 
at yeah. the chilling rooms reserved for Percy Scrubby members. So, you know, oh, you secure, yeah. your security is safe and yeah. all that shit. You need Shoot the password that's in the fucking room that you'll be sent. Yeah, and we can play some poker. Shit like that. That'd be fun, man. Yeah, wear those we'll hats with the supervisors. <laughs> we'll do some real life competitions for seeds and things like that. You know, what I mean? pin oh, the yeah. tail on the donkey and shit. Pass donkey. the parcel, man. Pass the parcel. But <laughs> 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 well, it'd, it'd be fucking sweet, man. And then times are coming when we're going to be able to do things like that. Let's hope so, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, Schumer said before uh, next year it's got to happen. So, and that's the big one. Yeah, you know, I hate to admit it, but you're right. It's, if the states flip, everybody else is going to probably follow suit. Mm-hmm. And it's the banking that's the big issue, wow. isn't it? When well, they just freed the banking up. I've, I've heard about that, actually. Yeah, yeah. What, what's going am- on there? They had an amendment what? that said if, if uh, weed's legal in your state, that the banks can do business with you. They, they passed a, 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 a mm-hmm. national... That's epic. Uh, that's good, man. That's yeah. a- do the banks want to, though? Because, like, here in Canada, that's kind of a problem, too. It's legal here, but some of the, or a lot of the banks still won't do business because it's high risk or what have. I don't know what the fuck excuses they use. I don't know, but I, I, I don't I think know. It actually at least was going to open up the lane for some, because some of these, these cannabis companies were actually talking about opening their own banks. Yeah. You know, if, right. if a bunch yeah, of Brita Steve said that they enough capital to open a bank. Yeah. Why? That would be, well, we, yeah, we talked exactly. You said Steve. Yeah. That seems like a really good idea, you know, yeah. for anybody. Well, that can your do own that. your own future that way, man. And mm-hmm. and you get you get to lend your your hard earned money to other people and earn money on. Yeah. That. So, yeah. Stay in the same mm-hmm. industry. We all know yeah, right. cannabis is a fucking. You know, it's not. It's it's not the mafia. Like there, are, sure there are the mafia probably still involved in certain places, but it's not that in legal areas. They're fucking good people trying to do good business that just want to bank like normal fucking people so yeah, if there were a bank that was, bills and high, was yeah money. man that's all they want to do fucking annoying it's a job. that's good though yeah it's a legal good. job and there shouldn't be any problems having a bank take money that's made legally yeah it's yeah. this man no to be fair it's money and that's what the banks like you know most of the banks didn't make their money fucking legally anyway well you know <laughs> this but <laughs> don't yeah. start that one man. that's a tangent on its own Mm. Oh, speaking of tangents, lads, right? I've got one. I've fucking got one, right? Uh So, you know, I like hip hop, man. Easy E died Uh of AIDS, right? Yeah. But none of his mistresses, well, no, because he died of AIDS. None of his mistresses and his kids and his wife, nobody had AIDS around him. He caught it quick and was dead within like two weeks. So, that doesn't happen very often. Usually it's HIV for a while before it develops into AIDS and then people die of AIDS after a while. The two weeks oh, is God, very fucking fast. Yeah. And considering nobody else caught it as well. So there's conspiracy theory that Dr. Dre, and I like Dre. Dre's a good guy. But Dr. Dre and the devil of hip hop. You hip hop sure. fans know who we do. Don't, don't say his name. Do not say his name. He shall not be named. Right, okay. that guy, yeah, yeah. the devil, Death Row, yeah. Mr. Death Row. Yeah, yeah. I don't that know hip hop or R and B, so like I don't know any of the well, not a lot of them. Yeah, here. well, th- these motherfuckers apparently spiked acupuncture needles with the AIDS virus because he had a crash previously on some quad bike or something, and he went to have some fucking acupuncture done to try and fix it, which it wouldn't because it's acupuncture. But anyway. That's a different story. 
and maybe they paid the guy to infect the needles with AIDS, which gave him AIDS in like all over his body, loads of it, like a, a big dose, which then obviously killed him pretty quickly. And that seems to fucking make sense, something like that does, you know? Is that how AIDS works? I don't know. Fuck knows, mate. I don't really know. I'm, I'm not educated on any of that shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know it's like a viral disease or something, but I don't know. He, he just died very quickly. Of yeah, yeah. It. You know, it was like diagnosed um, a couple of weeks later, he's dead. And it, it you know, the, the devil of hip hop stops at nothing, man. And I mean, what about it? He may be just using an infected needle or something like that to himself, the possibility of infecting himself. But then, even when that happens, it's usually a case of there's a, like, I don't know, a longer period of time than two weeks before somebody dies of the infection. Yeah, but maybe maybe he was infected long before that, and they just detected it. Those two. In which case, he would have passed it on to his wife and kids. No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Or his mistresses. Not not necessarily. Not necessarily. Stop trying to make sense of it, man. <laughs> this is this is a hip hop legend, right? This is hip hop myth, and it shall not die, and it shall not yeah, be man. explained. This is one of the a really good song about weed. Down to the last roach. Fucking good. Yeah, song. but and there was something as well in one of the the songs. Somebody wrote about Easy dying of AIDS before he even had AIDS. Hmm. There's some strange shit, man. Look into that that conspiracy, everybody. If that's you think it's interesting, I it's good fun. You know the way I I lead on about fucking conspiracies on occasion. Mm-hmm. Not often. Do yeah. Once um, twice. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. There was one I seen today, man, and it was like, that is so cool. I have to tell the lads, give me two seconds, I will find it. <laughs> it was, do you remember the way I was saying about the fucking, oh, you cunts? Uh, I lost it. Fucking that, yes. that Tourette's is getting bad, bro. <laughs> fucking yours, fucking <laughs> Give me a second, I will find it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I will mute myself so that you do not hear my profanity. Yeah, uh, Chilbert's right there. AIDS doesn't kill, uh, I thought. Your, your immune system breaks down. AIDS yeah, affects the immune system. You die of something else, probably something like oh, pneumonia, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, common cold can yeah. kill you. Yeah. So, you know, it came on pretty quickly, destroyed his immune system, and he would have died of something, but the complications were there because of AIDS. I don't think AIDS actually does, doesn't kill anybody. I think you're right, yeah. No, it'll just, be some com- complication, anything from heart failure to, you know, fluid in the mm-hmm. lungs, but it's all, all from some infection or something that'll kill you. Yeah, AIDS means autoimmunodeficiency right. or, or yeah, syndrome. Yeah, yeah. And if you get about an immune system, something else takes over. So, bam. Crazy shit. Yeah. Everyone's got AIDS. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tune. <laughs> <laughs> Team America, so good. Yeah, what a fucking great movie. <laughs> I love that film, man. I can't wait till my kids are old enough to watch Team America. And I'll be like, remember this film from 30 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah. shit, you know, all these films, man. It's like The Lion King. Let's say The Lion King, for example. The Lion King isn't an old movie, right? But then 96, is, it, is, it? is it 96, mate? It's oh, fucking no, old, think- man. <laughs> You know, yeah, fucking right. All the shit. Trailer Trailer Park Boys. J Rock just tweeted on Twitter 20 years ago. You know what you're on about? Fuck off. Holy fuck. I'm still in high school, man. Watching Lost and it's like 2003. It's like, how many fucking years ago? What? I'm old. I am quick. We're all old now. Because time goes so much faster now, you know. 
stupid whatever well it's it's not it's it's because of um it's like a time dilation thing the brain does let's say when you're one year old everything in your whole life is just like this one year 100 of your life is one year and then when you're two years old only 50 percent of your life is mm. one year yeah, so it seems shorter then when you're mm. 10 years old only 10 percent of of your life is one year so then it's all packed and it seems a lot shorter so when you get to 50 and only two percent of your life is a year it seems like years go by really fucking fast because there are, it's only two percent of your life you know but i wonder my day only lasts 5.3 hours <laughs> that's because you spoke a lot of la priority cushion shit bro <laughs> no that's all gone man oh yeah that one's gone the brain damage is is, is disappearing okay I'm going through it like fucking rapid again. Come here, I found that yoke I was telling you, Bill. Oh, what you got, man? Yeah. Do you remember the way I was talking about the, um, the like the really rich, rich fuckers who kind of like it was like they, they they were like trying to form the world and like to to mold it to the way that they wanted it, and they were like this powerful conglomerate, and that they were just saying that like they needed a. Like they needed something big to happen, but there was a World World War One. How did it start? The uh, everybody in the yeah, Archduke Franz Ferdinand. He got shot in his car in Sarajevo. Yeah, but what was the rage of the car that he was driving? It was nine eleven. No, it was eight. (laughs) When was I missed us 11 11 18? Now, when did the last day of World War One happen? It was on Armistice Day on the 11th of the 11th, 18, 1918. That's, that's what Mackie just said. Well, yeah. oh, was it? Okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Coincidence? Yeah. I yeah. think Coincidence? not. <laughs> yeah, no, a fucking coincidence. Exactly. It's all his fucking his simulation. Like wasn't that? His bollocks. Yeah, it, it was probably fucking, wasn't. It was somebody's been at it with paint shop. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I only seen it the other day. Yeah. I was glancing through. It's too has much it, of a coincidence it, just to believe. But it's possible. that would happen. They they knew he was going to die though. They knew somebody was going to shoot him. Which is why the, the the security was like beefed up a little bit. But the security was in the wrong fucking place. You know, and it, it's like, why? It's like, right, we're going to kill this guy. And then you see his registration number. We'll end the war on that day. Yeah. Isn't it? All right. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know. So the conspiracy theory is 300 good. years in the future <laughs> will go, whoa, did you see that? You know, blown my mind, man. We fucked with them all. But, but, but come here. How do you not know that they say, right, well, look, we're going to have to fucking cross up. Well, we start. This is a start date and this is an end date. And it's what fucking things happen in the might not be and you see when you look at things from our perspective of stuff you mean like you the might think people. that looks stupid <laughs> yeah you but when you're looking at for like people in big high power and things like that they don't look at us as people we're just commodities we're just fucking nothing to them like it doesn't matter if fucking oh well it'd be better for it'd be better in the big picture if we wiped out like fucking Six, seven million people off over You here. keep For saying this, GB. You no. keep going on about yeah. fucking mass murder and reducing <laughs> population and shit, bro. YouTube is listening. You know what I mean? 
GB can. Well, I'm not get just power. talking about just. <laughs> I'm not just talking about fucking COVID. I'm talking about if you go back and look at things throughout time, there's always big fucking things that have happened. Yeah, the yeah. likes of World War One and Two. You know, yeah. they were the big ones. They were the big ones. But there was plenty of other big ones before that. It was just it wasn't on yeah, man, such it's a been, huge scale. It's been a savage fucking history, man. It's been, you know we've only been decent to each other in in just in a small section of the fucking world for about twenty years. To be fair, yeah, <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> and even now we still treat fucking places like dickheads. It's like I know we're living in the most peaceful time in history, and there's less war that goes on than ever before. Now that the world's discovered weed. Right. No, because they but had that been, a long time ago. Yeah, but it's always been illegal everywhere, isn't it? And now it's all become legal everywhere in the last like ten years and whatever. The world's mm. starting to like come together as a as a, as a unit, as opposed to like individual mm. shit all over the place. Cannabis became illegal in 1937, and World War II began in 1939. He yeah, just said, oh, do you know what, guys? It can't be us with all this invasion shit. No, it's like let's, two let's years about a split. Alone. I'm pissed off, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying yeah. the war was a distraction? People were pissed off about the cannabis being illegal, so mm. they started the war to get his mind off of it? It's quite possible. No, it's they just that they didn't have a stick to chill Vietnam, the fuck out, didn't it? Where cannabis is, like, everywhere. I know. It was a World War and War II, in fairness. That was... And you've seen this fucking Indian variant of COVID breaking out of yeah, well, India. Yeah. Obviously, that is. That is kind of fucks all over this vaccine shit. Yeah, really does. No, it's not just that. It's it's the percentage of people. That's so many people are gonna fucking die now from. I mean, because the first time around, it sort of passed them by. Because when it when it got out, it, the time of year. It was later on. The conditions weren't right for this particular type of COVID to spread. But obviously, over a year. And it's been developed, you know, it, it's evolved to be it's more like resistant to certain environments. Yeah, yeah, that's secret it. Of the ooze, man. Super shredder after he fucking comes out of the dock, he's all, ah, that's this COVID now. Yeah. Mm. They were Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reference. Shout out fucking Donatello. And you know, India's got, mm-hmm. I think it's 1.6 billion oh, people yeah. as a population, man. Know. It's had a lot of people in, it's in a crowded three days, place, man. man. They had as many infections as we do people in my whole province. A lot, a lot of people to try to take care of. Oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel fucking terrible. Seeing the pictures, there was one picture somebody took. It looked like Armageddon. There was yeah. like bodies in stretchers laying on dirt ground and these fucking fires that were built in like sticks that were stacked up with the little fire on the top. It looked like, like fucking Spawn or something, you know? <laughs> Good TV. Yeah, Spawn's awesome, but. There's a lot of people going to die in India from this shit if they don't. Well, even if they do get it under control, man, even a 2% death rate from COVID is going to be a well, lot. It's not just going to be the people in India, in fairness, man. It's the, the variant is going to just spread around the world like wildfire now. We'll see. Yeah, about that. I don't know about that. Open back up. I don't know. Well, how long had it been going before they spotted it? It's only a recent flight, one, isn't flight, it? Yeah, but flights and shit have been open for a while. So yeah, but the still, it, have... they'll keep it down. I think it's not yeah. going to spread too far. Think we'll see what happens. Flights from Pakistan. I, mean, I keep Canada has banned it now. Pretty sure yeah. for a time being, at least. Keep seeing variants pop up everywhere. Though I think yesterday I read some article about a variant popping up in Colorado somewhere. 
It's just like, you know, they popping up all the time. You'll hear you'll hear something and two days later, you don't know anything about it. <laughs> They'll call it the kind of Rado strain. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Integrity variant. <laughs> the integrity variant. Integrity. <laughs> Randy Marsh. Well, you know, this was always going to happen, man. This is what diseases and infections and viruses yeah. do. You know, this and is- people forget, man, we are animals. We're like, our mm-hmm. physiology is very, like, pretty much the same as most animals, most mammals, right? And fucking animals get sick and shit all the time. And consider what we eat and the shit we breathe and the things, unnatural stuff we put in our bodies compared to stuff. So, of course, this is going to happen. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. now instead of 10 years ago or 10 years from now. It's, you know, it's irrelevant, but it's inevitable. I well, think. I heard a doctor yesterday on, on a podcast. Uh, somebody was asking about how all the new variants and stuff is going to affect everything. He's, he said basically he what he envisioned was in the future you'll have a, a a yearly combination shot for flu and COVID. You know, you'll take you'll take that mm. year's variant, just like you mm. take a flu shot. But he said it'll probably be eventually be combined into one shot. We do it with cattle, man. Like, and right. I think it's arrogant of us to think that we're so much. We're, maybe we're better that we can i don't know if we're better or not actually better is a weird word but we're we're no not really that different than them so and okay. we give them shit all the time so why wouldn't we do it to ourselves too i mean we do with normal vaccines i have a measles and a mumps and a rubella and a small maybe not small okay, i got a bunch of them so you know this is yeah. just another one i guess it's going to be an interesting future mm. But things are turning back to normal in the UK, it seems. Now everybody's out, everybody's enjoying the nice weather we're having. Not very much social distancing going on. I still social distance and shit. It's like habit anyway now. I was in the shop the other day and nobody's wearing a mask. I'm the only one with a mask yeah. on. It's like, what's yeah. going on here? Is this not mandatory anymore? They're all forgotten. Yeah. It out. is a bit weird. Mm-hmm. I was like... I always like my space on a good day, even not in the pandemic. I don't you know, like yeah. Being, but you know, but Six now feet, it's just motherfucker. A, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, people yeah, we'll get find out in a few months. Yeah. It's going to be a, a difficult adjustment period going back, regardless, isn't it? Because <laughs> there will be people who are still freaked out by it, and people. There's going to be the people who are oh, finally, and then you're getting too close to people in the queues. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Still wanting people to wear masks and shit, but I, hey, it's over, you dickhead. Blah blah blah. Around here, yeah. very few masks being worn. I'm still wearing one, but I mean, I'm not yeah. worried about getting infected now because I've had the jab. One of those deals, you know. Yeah, yeah. we had an anti-mask rally here in the city yesterday or today or sometime. Yeah, we had one in in London. Fucking huge one. Loads freedom. of people there, man. For freedom. God. Did you see that guy that got flipping? He he, he sparked up a, a massive half ounce joint. And the old Bill yeah. came over to him and told him to put it away or they'd arrest him. So he got out his prescription and he got out his flipping can card and he got out his this and his that and he tried to explain to them and they were having none of it. Yeah, it yeah. went on for yeah. about 20 minutes, man. And some of the couple come over and obviously said to like his colleagues, uh, you best just leave this one alone. We ain't going to win anything here. Mm. So they and then fucked off and left yeah. him with his weed. Sweet. Yeah. Mm. There was four of them in the end. Um, just, you know, never say that you understand, you know, and I go, do you understand? Don't answer that question because mm-hmm. they use some kind of this shit called legalese, man. They, they use do. this different kind of language to trick you with the words they use or some yeah. shit like this. 
just you know the, the best thing to do right if you've not done anything YouTube, wrong <laughs> oh yeah that was ages ago man i watched that shit ages ago but you know just don't answer questions man just don't answer questions if they ask you something say i'm sorry officer i do not answer questions uh, why is that i, I, I do not arrested? answer question it, it, no. am i being detained can I, yeah can i yeah. go yeah you don't, you, you're not you're not what's it to give me a name you're not obliged to give me a name or anything unless they're actually arresting you for something I see you got to have done something wrong. And even at that, you have the right to remain silent completely. Indeed, yeah, you and do. let them fucking figure out for themselves who you are. Yeah. If you know, do. it's like I say often, we are not doing anything wrong by smoking cannabis and growing it for ourselves. And and yes, it is illegal, but there's obviously a big difference between what's right and wrong and what's legal. Exactly. Legal doesn't mean right or wrong. Indeed, legal mate. Was made by people who are just as easily fallible as everyone else so mm-hmm. probably more so actually if they're more corrupt yeah so legal is a shit word to hide behind something that you don't or can't do you know everybody knows it's you shouldn't murder somebody you don't have to make that illegal yeah you know it's a like, moral thing really obviously punish them if they you know but like fuck you know but yeah growing a plant a, illegal come on yeah, nature mushrooms <laughs> illegal. On, government, what are you playing at? Mushrooms how dare you? Are how dare they? Yes. Yeah, because I, I can make oil out of them. Therefore, doing the the sunflower oil out of business is yeah. that how it works? Solar panels in Florida illegal. Collecting rainwater illegal. <laughs> I tell you what, they tried to they tried to stop the bloody solar panels. Oh. There was massive lobbies about solar panels. Solar oh, panels so, uh, should have come 20 years before they actually did. Why do you want to stop solar panels? I mean, of course, yeah, you're a petroleum company, I understand, but still. Yeah, yeah. Monopolize yeah, the power so you can't produce your own. The, the thing was, in the UK, right, they had a, a, when solar panels were first allowed, they had a, ta- a tariff whereby when you got them fitted, um, your, your off-peak or whatever electricity you didn't use was fed back into the grid and the grid would buy it back. Right. Yeah. And a lot of people found out that they were actually owed money every quarter by the electricity board. Right. So mm-hmm. they stopped that one quick. Uh-huh. So explain that one to me. How come every single house in every single country hasn't got a fucking solar cell on it? Then we wouldn't no, pay energy. Well, bills, solar technology is still reasonably new. It wasn't efficient until the last five years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. You know, they have so, still not no. totally efficient because battery is the situation. I mean, we have to put that into the grid. We can't store it. So you always well, I've looked at this recently. Storage. I've looked there's a video yeah. on YouTube where a guy gets the, the new Tesla solar panel roof fitting yeah, yeah. Yeah. and he, he does the stats for a full year and he, he saved a, a couple of thousand on his yeah. electricity bill throughout the whole year because of well, this and lithium, he was lithium in california ions. as well so he, they they got covered in the ash from the um the fires <clears throat> but it still ended up at 93 percent of what tesla said it was going to be like guaranteed uh-huh. 93 percent man it was good yeah. good odds it was good shit efficient they've, they've started that um thing over here now um zombie it's a, a new initiative where it's trying to get everybody to put green energy solar power and stuff onto the house and whatever you don't whatever you generate that you don't use will be able to sell it back into the network because mm-hmm. they sell it on anyway because we, we do yeah. so much energy and we sell it yeah anyway. and not everybody's going to be able to use a solar panel big like big no. well, you have to users of energy are going to need 
more than just a bunch of solar panels on their roof. Right. Yeah. We use a fuck ton of power. So, yeah. The what's going on now? I mean, the the next generation of batteries are coming along, the graphene batteries, which are like massively more, well, massively more, 33 times faster in charge and discharge than lithium ion. So, the solar. Like the, the solar will only get go from strength to strength with these batteries. It mm. really will. It just takes money and political it will and, yeah. and, and enough people and, to grab at that. Yeah. You know, it. you know, I'm big into these um these airships and all the the complete pure self reliance um houses Hydrogen fuel. and they've already got like they've got big enough like seven and a half kilowatt battery systems yeah yeah that work off um solar power and they're not that huge either the, the right. solar power things but they've got they're on the the moving axis that follows it around and fucking the follows the sun's and like all these things could do like they do have the technology is there that you can run yeah. a fucking decent a, size house i watched a really green cool energy. Uh, we have a documentary series here in Canada called The Nature of Things, and they did a they did a, their their thing last night was on this this uh, native reservation in Montana that they have I don't know if it's the biggest or what, but it's a fucking massive massive solar array. If you know anything more about Montana, Montana is in a pretty sunny area, um, mm-hmm. like it's just south of Saskatchewan, and we're one of the sunniest places. Okay. in canada so relatively it's very sunny there and it's big open and yeah they said I, I can't remember the the stats that they gave but i just remember like being jaw dropped at how fucking how much or how well they were doing and feeding like the you know all the communities around them as well um, creating high quality jobs that are going to be around for quite a while because like this stuff obviously needs maintenance and and like you guys said solar's only been around for a while but it can, it's only getting better and will exponentially get better now that there's more investment and more mm-hmm. investment and every year you know so and it's this- it's it's a fucking sun man it just we're wasting it anyway might as well toss a yeah. bunch of fucking oh, windows yeah. out there and suck it up right mm-hmm. and tell me that's this tesla roof one is this the tesla it's where they've torn the they take the slates off your roof and each slate is like mm-hmm. a, a yeah, solar that glass. The, that's yeah. the one that you are talking about is it yeah 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 that looks fucking epic that's it not available over this side of the world yet yeah. is it i'm not sure man you could probably get it but it's gonna be more expensive mm. yeah no, there's normal, normal solar things. panels are good enough man yeah it's good so expensive ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、
we fucking need this. Maybe, well, maybe it could be that. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, bloody Roswell. We did it, so we can do anything. We went to the it's moon. Because you nicked all like, them German the scientists after the war, man. That's yeah, true. that's it. When we can achieve oh, a lot. We can achieve a lot when we put our minds yeah, to it as a collective, man. We can do a lot of things. And I'm sure in the future we will be forced to do a lot of great fucking things because we're not going to have a choice. See, when them sea levels rise, regardless of if global warming is man-made or not, them sea levels are fucking rising. Water world. And all yes. of these coastal fucking cities, <laughs> New York, London, all these, you know, a lot of big cities are built on the coastline. So when them, them sea levels go up 20 fucking metres, all them cities we, we, are going to be flooded. We're gone. We got, we gone if the sea level goes up two metres, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, crazy shit, man. Oh, shit. Oh, dear. Oh, well. All that's going to be left is a bit of Snowden and a bit of uh, the, 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 the mountains going up the middle of England. Pennines. Mm. That's it. Yeah. What, you, when are we going to reach that breaking point that there's no, no coming back that they say at least? Oh, oh. Uh, another couple of years, man. Seven years, but that was a couple of years ago. So, like five years left. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like all them predictions that have been death since when God was a boy. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> noticed any of them happening yet, though. That's the problem. Right. True. Everybody's predicted. Nostradamus has predicted how many times. That like, other dickhead has predicted the flipping calendar, uh, and then like, oh shit, no, sorry. I got no, but that's wrong. different. That's completely different. This oh, is scientists not. using no, data. Not. So it's, <laughs> it's not scientists using data. It's theoretical data based on. Right. So it's not actual data. They're just mm. they're, they're just like guessing that something's going to happen based on like previous data that they weren't there to take. Like when ice, when ice, when floating ice, when when ice that's on land melts, it raises sea levels, and that the ice is melting. Yeah, but does it though? Yeah, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it, it does. Yeah, so oh, you, you, you can test that yourself, mate. <laughs> yeah, on the, yeah, it, it, yeah, it does. You can put ice cubes in a flipping jar in a glass and like let them watch it, and the water does raise. It does, yeah. No, it doesn't raise if the uh, if the ice cube is in the glass because it disperses it. Places the same water. If it's it's like if the polar ice caps melt, if the North Pole melted, that's just the Arctic Circle. That's a fuckload of ice. It won't be a problem. But the ice on Greenland, because that's not floating ice, that will cause a problem. Antarctica down south is a fucking continent. And it's covered in ice, man. Yeah, and that's another thing, GB. It's yeah, the desalination yeah. point of the water. It doesn't matter if the water level itself may not rise. It is yep. the dilution changes. It's the dilution, and then the dilution will change the course of the currents. That in turn will then change the course of all of the weather. If that happens, and we are so, so close to the desalination point. Mm-hmm. Well, and not just, and, that, just and not as well when the sea levels rise and flood freshwater lakes and uh, you know because there's big lakes out there that they, will they, be flooded by salt water. Yeah, that life's dead too, man. It's all fucked. It's well, all fucked. What are we doing? Why are we talking about this? This gloom and doom. As this ice on its land masses melts, it releases millions of tons and tons of pressure on the land masses. So the land mass is rising, and as the land uh-huh. mass rises, it displaces water and the goes up. That way too. 
We need to get a big fuck off pump into the atmosphere then and pump <laughs> yeah. it all into space, man. Right. Everybody start drinking water real fast. <laughs> no, I've actually heard, like, right? We have, we have absolutely pee. destroyed this planet. No, um, I've heard of this stuff. This, this, like, there's this gas called CO two that's in the in the atmosphere, and there's this thing called a tree, and that will that will like eat the carbon dioxide out of the right, atmosphere and turn it into cannabis. oxygen. That eats cannabis more. Do... Cannabis does it too. Yeah. Yo, so if it's just... more than a fucking standard planter tree, and it has a fucking quicker turnaround. Right. Was... So everybody in the world needs to grow a garden full of cannabis plants, then, so we can bring the world back to life. As one of these industries that's... was claiming that that's what that's what we need to do to uh, you know? the uh, right. global warming thing is build carbon dioxide pumps. Yes. Yeah. Going like, well, we already have them trees. Yeah. Yeah, Just and it's fucking down. funny, right? It, it turns out that cannabis, like, turns out to be uh, a medicine for a hell of a lot of flipping things. Cannabis turns out to be a lifesaver for the planet. Can be, you know. Hang on a minute. <laughs> you know the, the, Do you know the other thing which is really funny? One of the biggest eco fucking green people around was none other than Mr. Henry Ford himself. That was one Ooh. of his biggest things about yeah, it yeah. was the fact that if we if he was able if prohibition hadn't happened, cars would be run on ethanol based fuels. Now they already yeah. are gone back to running ma- mainly on ethanol based anyway. Um, no. Yeah but you see for ethanol based fuels we need a lot of land to mm. grow the crops to make them fuels. And there's not a, there's only like four percent of the land on Earth that we can actually grow shit on. Cannabis will grow. Cannabis will grow fucking near to anywhere. Like it doesn't need to have the most fertile land, even if you're only using it for if you're not using it for wood or if you're not using it for fucking um. Ah. <laughs> Gilbert, <laughs> yeah. man, I just fucking it's just like a brain fucking fog. Mm. Wow, fuck this shit. Right then, I think we should. We've been yeah. here a while now. We should move to the outro and start saying goodbye to everybody. Let's do it. Let's do this. Shout out to Marge as well. Marge on Bite Me Edibles. Yes, yes. to mention. We was aired on one of her shows recently. Just yes. go and check yeah. it out, man. Go and download it. Marge, a Bite Me Edibles podcast. Listen that to it. That was a good one, man. It's all about growing. So if you grow your like, yes. starter growing is, is kind of oriented to Canada, I suppose, because she's Canadian. But yeah, just if you're, if you're interested in getting started growing, check out uh, Bite Me. That's yeah, great. not just even grown, man. Well, she is yeah. such a good cook. And her yeah, yeah, that's, that's the main right. epic, man. I just I'm so looking forward to because myself and himself actually got into watching Bake Off and actually <laughs> yeah. I were like, Oh, I am gonna so use some of their fucking marriages yeah. recipes now that if we're getting yeah, into so she's got some together. and they're good. It's not yeah. just put a bunch of weed and cookie dough and cook it, you know, or some shit like that. So. No, like she does sorbets and everything, man. Fuck yeah. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, man. So yes, thank you for joining us again, everybody. Episode forty-three of High and Homegrown. Been a pleasure as usual. We should activate this outro tune music. We need to click here. Huh? It will play quietly. Very quiet. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Good night, everybody. 
good day, good evening, good morning, whatever. You are. Just light up your shit. Thank you for joining us. Uh, what's going on this week? Don't forget the session on Friday. Friday session on YouTube live, exclusive. Uh, anything else going on this week? I think that is everything. Thanks to everybody for joining us. Yes, lads. Anything to add at the end there? No, it's been a good old sure. show. Keep growing, and if you're just maybe on the fence about thinking about growing, get off that fence. Get off that fence and grow. You know what I'm saying? Don't come round with my chainsaw and all right again thanks for joining us everybody don't forget to like and subscribe and we'll see you again on friday or if not friday we'll see you again on sunday same time same place same thing nice yes love it we'll catch you next week everybody be good that might be working next week see you later yeah i'll see you for then see you later goodbye everybody bye 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 bye